breaking hearts, and taking names. We're talking to Aquanet.com's Geeksters. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your ever-living Sean. And this is episode 60, part two of Geeksters, of the Sunday Night Show. <laughs> Sunday Night Show. Um, yeah, so uh, in part two, we do a little bit of nerd news. Yes. And we also got into Craig's and Erica's background a little yes. bit. You yeah. know, how they met and stuff like that. And wackiness ensues as always. Right, and how uh, he got onto MMR and all yes. that fun history. Yeah, so, uh, you know, um, I'll be honest, folks. This is coming come close. All right. Um, you know, we do this show on Sundays and we had a little bit of editing problems. So it's Thursday now. So I kind of forgot what the hell was going on. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't really listen to the show. I just do the show for the people and uh, whatever happens, happens. So, but we had some editing issues. Um, I believe in being honest. And, yeah. um, you know, so you might, might be a little choppy. You might hear me uh, like that a uh, little, maybe. <laughs> Or I'll just be like talking to my son. <laughs> so Steve, <laughs> like, like, like oh, it's so funny. Nobody in serious knew. <laughs> so I'm hoping by the ad- the magic of editing, you might not even notice. Now you'll notice. Now you notice. Yeah. All right, I'd see. I does all the editing, so he would know. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was a great night. We had yes. fun. Um, hopefully, you know, you know, Craig said he had a good time. Yes. So looking forward to having him back on the show. Yeah, well, hopefully he comes back. And uh, we'll see you at the end. And we're back. Yes, we are. All right, it works. Hey, I fixed it. Yay! Yay. For those of you, the just, rejoices. For those of you just tuned in, we are Ed, Sean, and Erica. We are the Geek Stars, and we are what? we are we are joined tonight with Craig. Thank you, folks. With a very long <laughs> list of accolades, and I'm ashamed. Yes. we should be doing this stuff. <laughs> And if you're, if you're tuning in, you're listening to us at AquanetRadio.com, tuned in, iTunes Radio, and iHeartRadio. Yes, just search for Aquanet Radio on those three <laughs> mobile and apps. LinkedIn, Friendster, MySpace. MySpace? <laughs> okay, Miss 1993. <laughs> but you can like us on our Facebook page, Geeksters. Geeksters.wordswithgeeks. You can just type in Geeksters, can't you? Yeah, but it's more fun that way. Why? Why Why give the audience more stuff to do? Geeksters. Because I can't give you more stuff to do. <laughs> well, you go to wordswithgeeks.com and, and, and listen to our old shit. Yes, a new shit. This is the new shit. Sorry. All right, so now the second hour, we usually start off with nerd news. Uh, what do you got? First one is Marvel Comics brings back Miss Marvel, a 16-year-old Muslim girl. Wow. Okay. Carol Danvers is no more. I, I, I prefer Carol with the long, flowing blonde hair. hair. Yeah. <sighs> she did it for me. Miss Marvel, that was my Wonder Woman of the Marvel Universe because, man, great body. Always showing off the. I didn't. I didn't like the black outfit. You know, she had the red sash and he had the black bodysuit with the lightning bolt on yeah. it. Didn't care for that so much. I like. Really? I like the traditional showing the midriff, showing the belly button there, the hot pants. I like the onesie. I like the one piece because it, just, okay. it led more for the imagination. Yeah, and it was very nice, tight, like form fitting. Yeah, I prefer long hair on my superheroes. Me too. Yeah, 
And oh, by the way, Erica has hiccups. Just letting, oh, throwing it out there. Yes. So she's holding her breath. That's, why, that's stop why she's quiet. Because she's trying really hard <laughs> not to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to concentrate that on that the next hour. For the rest of the show. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> chances are it's going to happen again. That's and it's going to happen at a time. Then, you know. It's inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. So we, we are talking deeply about religion. <laughs> okay, well now, since since this is the lead-off article, I, how do you feel about the change in Ms. Marvel? Whoa, tough question. I mean, okay. And the audience goes silent. Okay, now, well, you are obviously a fan of Ms. Marvel. I'm a fan of the original Ms. Marvel, and obviously I, I understand where Marvel is going with that, the, the diversity they've done. I mean, they turned Peter Parker into Eric Morales, now right. he's a 16-year-old Puerto Rican guy, and... Uh, you know the Muslim universe, obviously, is the one of the most populous in the world. But not right. having it in the Marvel universe just doesn't make any sense. On this, on the other end, though, why not make a regular character as opposed to rebooting an established one into making her a sixteen-year-old? Well, that's kind of how I felt about when they changed, when they killed off Pete in the Ultimate line. Like, yeah, you could have just made another guy. Like, I kind of felt like it was more stunt than uh-huh. actual, like. Doing it to do it. Because like, yeah. we've talked about this. Like, um, They made Green Lantern gay mm-hmm. in Earth 2. Right. But it took them Earth 22 before they had a black Superman. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it was mm-hmm. like... Uh, all right. Even in, in the DC <laughs> universe, we're way behind. But. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of was like, all right, now this the Muslim... Like, okay, now I know the writer is a female who's uh, also Muslim. Yeah. Uh, white. You know, mm-hmm. which I'm like, all right, it's a religious choice. I'm not... It, mm-hmm. it yeah. should, uh, again, but I just kind of feel like I'm not an overall fan of Ms. Marvel. I was a fan of Carol. Yeah, Carol. Carol. Because yes. I, I read those comics for the artwork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. You know, artwork. Air quotes. You know, <laughs> huge boobs. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm very male oriented when it comes to my superheroes. Of course. You know, I like Wonder Woman. You know, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, it's not really the booze for him because he's more of a like man anyway. Yeah, yeah, as am I. Yeah, but yeah. still, you can't. Uh, she Hulk, Rogue. <laughs> yeah, Rogue, Storm. Yeah. I mean, all the mm-hmm. chicks that they're done. But again, it depends on the artist. Like yeah. right now, Michael Turner, God rest his soul, great mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Um, Ed Beans, Venice, great female line. Any yeah. any woman he draws is just gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jim, Jim Lee, Lee is Jim the same way. Yeah, you know. So, but. To reboot her as sixteen-year-old Muslim, I, I really don't care. Like, eh, yeah, you, you could have done that. You have such you a rich create. history. Yeah, you can create a new character with it. I, 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 I just feel it's it's tough for them to create a new character in this day and age, especially like a Muslim character. Mm-hmm. That you know, it's because she's Miss Marvel. So since it's established as a character, mm-hmm. you people know her. That go, okay, I like Miss Marvel. I'm going to give her a chance as a Muslim 16 year old girl. Where if you had her as another female yeah, lead, she, basically, yeah, she lost just brought her in as a new, right. yeah, yeah, she right. a new character. She won't be like as popular, right? Yeah. That's the reason why I feel like it's more publicity stunt. To kind oh of yeah, go, definitely. Yeah. We'll yeah. take, we'll take somebody yeah. when we knows, and we're going to make her. Uh, you know, yeah. we're going to make her this. Yeah. Or gay or black or Muslim. It shouldn't really matter. Like, it's funny because I have a real, like, stickler for, like, okay, since, I hate to say it, but you're now going to represent Get it. the uh, black audience. Okay? As I always do, but here I am. All right. So, no, 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 no,
You know. yeah, I was gonna say I have a friend who's black, so I can know one. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> got a friend. And she's an it's okay. I have a friend. He's black. black. You know, I can say this. So the N-word. I just have a friend, <laughs> and it's me. No, I have a friend. She's no, plastic. <laughs> I blow her up. I, I she's made out of Lego. <laughs> her name's Lucy. Lucy Lego. I just she's had a high friend. school moment though, and it's like I and it's I got a friend who's black, so this, I'm gonna say this. No, I just no the guy. Thing is though, um, she constantly complains about not enough black actors or uh-huh. black actresses mm-hmm. in predominant roles. Right, and I kind of feel like it, it's kind of like well, it's not. The, I don't feel like it's like the casting person's fault. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's a writer issue. Yeah, like maybe if there were like most people write what you know. Mm-hmm. Like obviously you have a Muslim woman writing a Muslim character. Mm-hmm. You know. Where if I were to write a comic book, predominantly most of my predominantly heroes would be white because right. that's my whole life has been around white. What <laughs> you write about a fat white, <laughs> I'm you. a Jewish superhero, a Jewish superhero. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> look, I'm just gonna nag you all day till you give up. Why is that? Is that is that their superpower? Nagging. Yeah, it's a, oh, I, I could Jewish. Guilt. I could write. Yeah. I could write a Catholic. Uh, no, it would be <laughs> Jewish nagging no, Catholic your guilt. Story would be bizarre. <laughs> You'd be along the lines of Doctor Strange. I mean, <laughs> we would be like a we'd, be, we'd have to be a duo. <laughs> Jewish guilt and Catholic fear. <laughs> but how do you feel like when you so you obviously watch a hell of a lot of TV? Yes. How do you feel about the lack of black leads? The thing is, because I've been watching television for 40 years now, um, maybe it's because I'm conditioned, but that's how it's always been. Right. You know, it's, it's always, I, so I don't have any problem with the, the male leads being white or the, the occasionally the one black character in there. The, what I would have a problem with is a show like Friends, which I loved. The lack of ethnic diversity in New right. York, because you know how hard it is to find black people in New York. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's got to be really hard. That now a show like that would 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 get to me more so than a show like the, the original Ironside or or Street to San Francisco or you know or Mannix or you know Connors. The only the only um, sh- black people you saw in there were the criminals. The only black people I knew growing up were criminals, and you know, and, and cops were white. So that wasn't a, a thing that that got to me. What if it was a show that was established that was um, written for a diverse crowd and it was up geared toward a diverse audience, but the entire cast was white? Right. That would be yeah, because they, they added Aisha Tyler towards the end of, of Friends. The Friends. And it was like, yeah. oh, now we're getting into it. Eleven years in. And you, and, you, <laughs> and you know the best part about that particular part of how uh, you were, we were going to throw a black character in there. People magazine did a profile on um on uh Rosario Dawson and they had a, her picture and everything and see she's and they say she's playing Ross's love interest on friends. I say they got Rosario Dawson and Aisha Tyler mixed up. <laughs> two don't know <laughs> two two very different but two but, very attractive but say, women. Yeah, exactly. Are. But the, but it, but again, but to them to, it, right. oh, they all look alike. Oh, that's a good chick on friends. Yeah. Yeah. Dark oh, yeah. Yes. But I uh, go back to your original point. Uh the same thing we said with on on Saturday Night Live. Why there was a lack of, of black women on there. I don't think it's it's a Lauren Michaels, you know, thing. It's it's more so uh, not that, and not that there was a lack of of funny black women out there. 
uh, the lack of black women writers or the lack of, of characters that are written for black women. And I'm I'm all for if I'm a black I'm one of two black actors on Saturday Night Live. I'm not doing any women. You know, if I'm say I'm if I'm got my foot down, then it's up to the, right. the writer. Then it, now it's your turn. Yeah. If you're going to write for black women, you know, if you're going to have black women writers, then get black women. Because they the just show. had the girl from Scandal, Kerry Washington, who did a magnificent job, and they even poked fun at it of of the, the guys not doing black women. Right, and that's why like it kind of like stems from like I think that like it's like. Blaming Ryan Reynolds for the lack of great movie that Green Lantern was. Right. Where it's like he didn't really have much to do with it because mm-hmm. he's just an actor playing a role. It's the directors and the writers that chose to pull yeah. out that thing. Exactly. So it's kind of hard for me to sit there and go to agree with lack of black actors if mm-hmm. there's not – because there's plenty of them. You know? Yeah, and, and people were blaming Ryan Reynolds because they thought they wanted Jon Stewart. Green Lantern right. instead of the Hal Jordan Now, again, yeah. Idris Elba, Jon yeah. Stewart. Perfect. Boom. Yeah, but you need that. I think you need to have that. It goes back. All it goes back to Idris Elba. That's the same. That's that's not the same. It's all Idris Elba for everything. Exactly. (laughs) We have a man crush on him. Yeah, he's awesome. Yes, and there's Mm -hmm. and I'm not. I'm admitting that fully. There's nothing wrong. Idris Elba could get it from me. Every time he showed up on Thor, I was like, "That's That's, the man. That's the guy right there. Him and Loki. Thor. He could take a back seat. Actually, I went for the two words. Cat Dennings. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, I have such a crush on her. Oh, I did too, but... Every time she came on the screen, we saw the movie. Ah, <sighs> uh, yeah. Uh, the people I know that didn't like Thor, that's what they had a problem with. All the, the, the snappy slapsticky shit, you know, because every time, you know, Kat Denning was on, oh, it was going to be, oh, it's more funny stuff. It's more two broke yeah, girl snappy I... patter. And it's like, it's the Thor movie, right? I mean, this. Superhero, yeah, but that's, how but that's who she stuff. is. That's who like, she that's, is. that's, that's she how... is. I know. She... She's a go to. She's great for that. She, and uh, plus, hometown girl. Yes. I'm Philly. always like, Philly represent. Yeah. Philly and she's race. sexy as all hell. Yeah. yeah. Funny. Yes. You know, it is like, yeah, I I, I I can mute two broke girls and still be just as entertained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love that show. <laughs> yeah. But I love it because of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> what? She, I could see you could, doing that. Too, I, so. They could replace that, the blonde girl, with... With, any, with anybody. Anybody. They, they could get a dog to walk in there in the in that me. costume. I could play a skinny white rich girl. <laughs> as long as they they cannot get rid of Kat Dennings. Yeah. I know. Well she's the show. Oh. And you know, and they know that. You yeah, know, she's, she's the and because the things the, the, I would do to her. Uh, the things I would I, the things I would watch you do to her. <laughs> <laughs> Done Kat Dennings, if you're listening <sighs> Let's go out. Oh, sorry, but anyway, but my point was the fact that, the, like, maybe there should, if there were more African American, black, whatever, mm-hmm. Muslim writers, you would have more diverse crowd instead of having it be like the token black guy on the show yeah. or the token black girl. Yeah, and the thing mm-hmm. is, because or, when I look at you know, comic books or TVs or movies or anything, I'm not one of the on the bully pulpit. Oh, there should be, you know, this should be played by a black actor, or this, should, you know, Martin Luther King should be white, that kind of thing. I'm not one of those, you know. They we have to, our, we have our people that need to be represented in everything. Um, but if it if it works, it, it it works. I'm not one for forcing it, you know, well, for yeah. making it. Like more if you get the, the right guy, I don't care. As long as you get the right guy for the right role. Yeah. Hence, go back to Idris Elba as Bond. Yeah. He's been I, a white I, guy for 50 years. Yes. Why not? I'm make okay with being a black guy. It's him. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Or, um, oh, there's another thing on top of my head too that I completely left because I thought Idris Elba. You know, just you think Idris Elba, everything goes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I just kind of feel like all right, you don't need to throw in. The black character, mm-hmm. uh, or, or another another point. Um, 
Michael Clark Duncan, yes. Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Thought he was great. Yeah, yeah. Great. Or great job. Yeah. Samuel Jackson, Dick Fury. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it it still works. I mean. Uh, Nick Fury my entire life has been a white guy you know right. David Hasselhoff did it in the uh, <laughs> we just watched that episode yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean Nick Fury's been white the whole time so when I found out he was playing by Samuel Jackson or I'm a huge Daredevil fan when they found out that you know Kingpin was black I wasn't oh finally yeah. I was like uh, you know King Kong Bundy could have done that and it would have been just as happy yeah I, yeah. yeah but I, I just <laughs> You, uh, and, and I don't know who King Kong Bundy. Uh, King Kong Bundy can't act, but I mean, as far as the Kingpin, yeah. that's who. The look of the Kingpin, looks, yeah, that's who okay. looks like. Yeah. Yes, okay. But I mean, obviously, Michael Clark Duncan, Oscar nominated actor, he's got the voice. You know, he made a perfect Kingpin, but yeah. I wasn't up in arms, and I wasn't like finally or represent black folks represent. Yeah, word up. I was like, oh, okay. Now, are you, now would you buy like okay? Me, I'm not a Ms. Marvel fan as uh-huh. far as like the way the direction is going to go. But I might pick up issue one and issue two just to I, kind of feel I, like that's exactly yeah. why I would, you know, know, just for the curiosity factor. And but. also too, like it might not last long, so that exactly. number one might just go right <laughs> or something. something. You know, first print yes. only. All right, well, all right, there you go. So, what about you, Abe? Did you buy it? Yeah, Eric. Yeah, I would. Did you read comics? Um, I had I had some comics when I was a kid, and my uncle tried to get me into it, but it didn't quite stick. Yeah, I read I read graphic novels. On on occasion, um, but yeah, for this, yeah, I would probably pick it up. Um, I, I always find it funny when people go like, "I don't read gra- I don't read graphic novels and stuff like that." I'm like, "Okay, would well, you like Road to Perdition? Oh, it's a movie, graphic yeah, novel. novel. Yeah, yeah. Um, Surrogates, graphic novel. Yeah. From Hell, graphic yeah. novel. Yeah, I read yeah. I've read From Hell. I read V for Vendetta. Um, there's a handful of others that I've read. Like t- either people have lent them to me, or I just went out and. Like, some of them people lent, and I can't remember what I read, but others, you know, I went out and I bought them. Like, V for Vendetta, I bought that, and, like, people wanted to borrow it from me, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'll buy you a copy, (laughs) but no. No, No, Mr. Griffin, not here. here. And the thing is, like, I'm very, like, free with lending my books out and stuff, but there are certain books I'm like, no. Yeah, because I, it, you know it's it's the kind of idea like if I never see this book again, I'm going to be a little pissed. Yeah, <laughs> so. I mean I do know I'm I'm also one of those suckers that do buy like if I like a graphic novel, I have it somewhere and I can't find it, so I just go out and buy it again. Like I bought, yeah. like, I have like another copy of Hush, mm-hmm. like because I love that graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I mean that that yeah. run. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like I could just thumb. Th- I don't even have to read it because yeah. the artwork is yeah, so good. Exactly, mm-hmm. Jim, it's Jim, Jim Lee at its finest. Yes. And I'm just mm-hmm. like flip. Uh, or what do you call it when uh, Frank Miller and Jim Lee got together for Batman and Robin? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the artwork. Wow, is, yeah. When he yeah. when he has the when he has Black Canary, I was like, oh, this woman is beautiful. Like, I mean, and the art is just each page could be like a, yeah. a, a, a painting on a wall. Yeah, John, uh, greatest graphic novel of all time. Go. I'm gonna say Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Same thing, Dark Knight Returns. I'm gonna say Killing Joke. Oh, okay. Controversy. Yes. The end of Killing Joke. Do you think Batman killed the Joker? I do not. Really? I don't. I I I know that just came out uh, at the end, and it it, looking back on it, it's like okay, well, it serves a purpose. But no, I don't think. I mean, I can see the why people might think Think that that because the light goes off at the end, and the rain is right. I mean, I am kind of in that, and the whole thing is called the Killing Joke. So he tells the joke. Bam. Bam. Dead kind of thing. And no. 
I mean, because it was supposed to be out of cotton, like out of cannon. But but it it wasn't because Barbara Gordon was still paralyzed. Well, yeah, but that's that. because because of the sales of the book, they were like, oh, we like what this character. Let's incorporate it into it. But I think those people who incorporated it didn't think that Alan Moore killed the Joker either. No, and and neither did until it was brought up like right. recently that yeah. he was. But I was ready for it. it no, for him, no, that that could not have been the last Joker story. Right. I mean, if that was going to be the, the the origin of the Joker, and we still don't know because, like you said, in the Killing Joke, right. you know, I remember my past one way, I remember it another. If I'm going to have a past, well, I want it to be multiple choice. Uh, spoiler alert: In Arkham Origins, they do kind of go that path. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and because well, so many people have have, have taken it as a definitive Joker right. story, that you know what, and it it wraps up well. So I wasn't I, that couldn't have been the, the last Joker story. We tell the story and then we kill him. Right. Um, but I wasn't. I don't think he 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 yeah. died. The Joker died. Yeah. But still, it's my it's one of those ten years now analyzing the killing Joker. Joker. <laughs> but still, for me, it was the greatest it, the greatest graphic novel of all time because being a Batman fan, that was when just like when the Dark Knight Returns and Batman Year One, how Batman turned the corner yeah. into what the Batman we know now. I mean, if it wasn't for those two novels, there would be no Christian Bale Batman. There would yeah. have been no yeah. uh, Gotham City the way we see it now. Yeah. The Killing Joke turned the Joker into. You know what I, what Heath Ledger was, and what Heath Ledger represented, and what Jack Nicholson did horribly in the um, well, 1990. Well, okay, now I, I, like since I list one of the one of the podcasts I listen to is Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman. Uh-huh. Awesome! If you don't listen to it, you should be just for the room and for the audience. <laughs> but they talk about like I remember like, and I agree with him. I remember when Batman first came out, it was like, oh my god, it's dark, it's gritty, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it kind of put because I grew up on the Bill Dozier '66 Batman. Right. I, I have a t- I have a jersey with the yeah. you know the, looks the, like the, yeah. Yeah. the Batman the Batmobile yeah. logo on it. Yeah. So I'm like, it was like, oh my god, it's kids compared to that. But now, yeah. if you look now, mm-hmm. you go, holy crap, that movie does not hold up no. compared to what we've seen. Yeah. What do you think about Ben Affleck as uh, Batman? Obviously, not my first choice. I I would have gone. I don't think he was anybody's first choice. No, but I, I would have. <laughs> I, I like how they're doing an older band, but I would have gone Josh Brolin. I, well, I so now, now, now see now this is again yes. brothers from another mother. Yeah, because I thought Josh Brolin would be great because only for the fact that they could do a Batman Beyond movie and get his father to play Wayne old Bolton. man Wayne. Exactly, oh, yeah. and that would have been perfect. Um, I, I I don't I wasn't up in arms when I heard Ben Affleck was going to be Batman only because we've seen in Batman when he's when the choices have been made for the actors, it's not so much who wears the suit, who can play Bruce Wayne. Right. Ben Affleck was a perfect Bruce Wayne, and well, to to play that, and, and that's how I, like that's why I'm that's slowly like um yeah. when I first heard I'm like okay well give me a chance because I was one of those yeah. guys that going. Wait, the guy from Ten Things I Hate About You yeah, is going to yeah, be the Joker? Joker. Yeah, I what wasn't sold on me? that at all. I, I see. In if I was casting, obviously Matthew Lillard would have been the Joker for me. He's already got the uh, the. the, the see, grand. now I was thinking more so back then. Um, what do you call it? Marty McFly. What's his face? Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. Yeah, he would have been, been good too. He would have been a great Joker. But too. I mean, at the time, you don't really think because yeah. then. But like I said, it wasn't until the magic trick. Uh-huh. When he slammed gotcha. that guy, I was yeah. like, "This Joker's a badass." I was yeah. Like, oh shit! I'm like, I'm in. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm bought. So I was like, Jack. Exactly. He out Jack Nicholson. But see, Jack Nicholson was just doing Cesar Romero. Yeah. In, that... the, in the Michael Keaton, uh, he wasn't scary. He right. wasn't. He, you weren't scared of him. I mean, he's led a Joker. Not only were you scared, he'll kick your ass. Yeah. You know, he can fight back. Yeah. I you was, know, yeah. how's the police commissioner on? You know, that joke. Uh, yeah. That that movie. 
freaked when he did when he did the disappearing Magic pencil scared yeah. like it, I ah. jumped in the theater. It it made you went holy shit. Yeah, this the, guy like, is this, not this, fucking but this around. Joker can kick some ass. Yeah. yeah, you know he's not. He's just yeah. not. Uh, he is like full on and psychotic. I, and I, I I walked out of that movie going pissed off at Heath for dying. Yeah, so I was like, I, because I, if he ha- if he had lived, you uh, sure there would not, why, there would been no Bane. There and there been, and okay, what do you think of Dark Knight Rises? It's okay. It was oh, I hated that movie. I didn't hate it, but I. <laughs> How I, can you I, hate I, a movie you haven't seen? I, I saw it. I <laughs> you slept. <laughs> I slept through it. But again, okay, Batman animated series. The moment Bane opened up his mouth, and it wasn't of Latin American descent, I was out. Yeah, yeah. But in, 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 and we, what I didn't like about the the Bane character, um, of course, Light Years ahead of the Batman and Robin Bane character. But uh, this Bane character, there was no introduction of, of Venom. We don't know how he got this superhuman strength right. or why he talks to me. We just know he was on the, um, it. was never it, Santa Prisca was never brought up. Right. We never knew where this this fortress of this prison yeah. dug in a hole was. All we know is. Uh, Bruce Wayne got out. Next day, he's back in Gotham, clean shaved. Everything's fine. Yeah. And like, um, how did he get there? Yeah. It was like, two cities over. Yeah. I was like, well, didn't he? There's like a con- two countries yeah, over. Yeah, it's another it was part of the world. On, on yeah. Punta Dora, yeah. where Santa Prisco was, where the jail was, was like on the other side of of New York or Gotham. Yeah, you got so, a broke, penniless, you know, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne going yeah. and he get back to Gotham. You know, I, I got I to bomb the oh, sure. stop. It's like, it was like... <laughs> yeah, no problem. We'll get you there in two hours. Yeah. Well, I had the same argument with the one of the first Superman movie where Christopher Reeves going to the, the Fortress of the Solitude and the truck passing by. It's like, oh, you need... I'm going to Fortress of the Solitude. Yeah. Could you, could, okay. Yeah. It's like, isn't that in Greenland somewhere where you don't have yeah. trucks and roads and stuff <laughs> to get there? But no, I didn't like the Dark Knight Rising. Um, I thought that uh, it had Heath Ledger... Hadn't have died, it, it would have been a continuation. Dark yeah. Knight, the Joker, yeah. the Joker's wild, and, and I, they could I, I have done a whole lot. I don't think they should have killed off Two Face. No, I, and and the thing, what the other thing, why I hated, I didn't hate Dark Knight Rising, but why couldn't they just they blamed the whole thing on Batman for uh, Harvey Dent being dead? But wasn't the Joker the one that turned Harvey Dent and made him yeah. a killer? Why wasn't he mentioned at all? And I can understand where Nolan was going from; he didn't want to revisit the, jo- the Joker, but. Had he done it right, he could have planned everything on the Joker, and Anne Hathaway could have been Harley Quinn if you wanted to keep oh. the Joker mm. Mythos going. She was a perfect Harley Quinn oh, because yeah. do we really need another fucking Catwoman? That's no, what I but said. She from good the in that suit. Of course she did. I mean, woman looks good in suit. Harley Berry looked good in a god awful Catwoman that's suit. True. All right, that's true. Favorite Catwoman? Eartha Kitt, of course. Um, she can, I'm a, yeah, I'm a Julie Newmar. Newmar. Julie Newmar. Thing. Julie yes. Newmar or Lee Merriweather. Yeah, in the movie. I, that's as a kid that kind of was like. Ooh. Yeah, or as a kid had the boy had the Catwoman growl. Yeah. That's what she. But as far as like looking, Julie Newmar was my Catwoman yeah. because yeah. so yeah. so long and so tall and yeah. Uh, she took me from puberty to adultery. Thank you. Oh, see, mine was Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl Ladd did the uh, voice for Melody in Josie and the Pussycats. Really? Yeah, she was the. Um, Look in the credits, and there's Cheryl Stoppelmore. That's her name before she changed it. Now it makes sense. I, I do own the complete Charlie's Angels box set, though. Mm-hmm. There you go. Might have to pop that in. <laughs> there's nice. a weekend for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very Can't snowy. Around the angles. <laughs> <laughs> Door locked. <laughs> but the, but it's, the, Are you in there? <laughs> Don't come in. The last thing for the original bat from the 1989 Batman. Uh, you remember how up in arms we were when Michael Keaton got it, like Beetlejuice yeah. is gonna be Batman. Yes. He did a fine job. Still wouldn't have been my first choice, but um, it should have been Kurt Russell from the beginning. 
Yeah, that would have been interesting. But because they they got who they got because they Michael Keaton means big box office, Jack yeah. Nicholson means big box office. But if you want to do a Batman film right, your first one, Kurt Russell is your Batman, yeah. and Tim Curry is your Joker. <gasps> Tim Curry would have been oh. fucking awesome and as a Joker. And that's your movie right that's there. Yeah, no, I never would have. Dude, come no, on. dude, Tim oh, Curry. What? Tim yeah. Curry is so. Oh no. Oh my After god. After Jack Nicholson until Jack until he puts her. No way. He's just Curry. doing this just to piss us off. I know. Because, <laughs> because I, got, I got one word. It. I win! But the thing is, Tim Curry didn't even need any prosthetics yeah. for the grin. Yeah, he that's the true. Grin already. And yeah. when he was Pennywise, the clown scared Dude. the shit out of me. Why do you think I fucking hate clowns? We'll just look at him in for Ed, Ed, uh, Rocky Horror. Yeah. That, that's Joker. Right uh, there. Man. Right there. And that voice, how you do I? See, you've met my faithful bat cave. <laughs> I would have been great. But he would have been awesome. I but never so, would have thought of that. Oh, yeah. that's I've been in my head for, for 20 years. I've been carrying that around. Seriously. Wow. That is actually yeah. I, I'm, now I'm in that camp. Yeah. You just want me out. Tim Curry would have been an excellent joker. Yeah. yeah. And every time I see Jack Nicholson I hear about Heath Ledger being compared to him he was, he was Jack Nicholson was doing Cesar Romero from the TV show. Yeah. There was nothing about him that was scary that was ominous that made me want to uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, you were scared of. I, every every single time he came on screen, you had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. With oh yeah, yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. And I did a I did a little, I did a little chaos. <laughs> I did a, a YouTube video about um, the Dark Knight for last year for Black History Month because if you notice in the in the Dark Knight, uh, the Joker only killed black people. Every person he killed in there was black. <laughs> The guy you want to say magistrate? What? Wow. <laughs> black. Oh. Uh, excuse me, you got to move this truck. <laughs> black. Uh, no. The nurse in the hospital. Uh, excuse me, ma'am, you got to get out of here. Black. I never noticed that. Wow. Wow. White ignorance. <laughs> you didn't want to see it, John. You know it was there, but you didn't want to see it. You can't handle the truth. You're out of order. She's out of order. It's all podcasts out of order. I was never in order. There's not any order, order in this one. Bamboozle. Hoodwink. Let us train. Come up. I didn't land on Geeksters. Geeksters landed on me. I mean, there's no order. We went from Marvel's Miss Marvel to Joker, so that's why people love the show. Exactly. We don't know where we're going. Geeksters, tangents are us. (laughs) We got our racial tangents. All right. So, what's the next news article that we can babble on about? Well, let's go back to Marvel. Okay. (laughs) James Mangold, Hugh Jackman, sneaking out, sneaking claws into another Wolverine film. All right. Okay. I got nothing. I mean, okay, it's a franchise. Yeah, and, they, and well, it's not you like know, they have a shortage of stories for yeah. Wolverine stories that they can call yeah. from. And I mean, at this point, I can't, I can't really imagine anybody else being Wolverine. It's, it's going to happen sooner or later. It, I know it'll happen sooner or later. It's just like because Hugh Jackman's been doing it for so long and he does it so well. It it would be very weird to well, to I think th- of anybody else. But see, now again, it goes. I think that goes back to how it made his career because Dungaree oh, yeah. Dungare Scott was supposed to be him. Yeah, Dungaree. Dungaree, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but it was just, you know, it, by chance, you know, people bitched about him too. Yeah. yeah. Too because short. Too, too tall. Yeah. Too tall. Yeah. yeah, too tall. Yeah. yeah. Was, <laughs> I saw an interview with... too. Yeah. He's too short. He's too short for Wolverine. I saw an interview with him um, when he first started doing it and people were like pulling him to the side and basically threatening him going like, do don't, not don't fuck, fuck this up. up. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, there was a lot of pressure on him from from day one and, to make sure that well, he got this right. Anytime he's done a Wolverine movie, he's always said he didn't like the way he looked on screen. Mm-hmm. He felt like he was too small. Right. Like he didn't have the muscles that he kind of like. That's the reason why. Like when you saw Wolverine, he was jacked. He was jacked. Yeah. I was like, God damn it! Would yeah. you just slow he down. Himself, yeah, yeah. keep himself in great shape. The 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 thing is, if they if they do a employ a Lord of the Rings type thing, if he can shoot two or three Wolverines in one shot, mm-hmm. that would keep his sustainability because I know he's on the hook for the next four X-Men, X-Men Days of Future Past, obviously, and the next, the, the Wolverine movie after this. Yeah. But if they do keep in the X-Men family, if they, if they obviously, there's a sequel after Days of Future Past, then if they can do it two or three at a time, and just and just keep yeah. them in here. But honestly, at, uh, after Days of Future Past, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing how, where they can go with the X-Men you know franchise. I gotta be honest, Singer's got a lot to make up for. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he really he screwed, screwed up, up. Superman he, Returns. Yeah. You know, I mean, because he left X3 yeah. to go to Superman, Superman Returns. Returns. Yeah. And it was just like, you you gave us this. Mm-hmm. Emo, deadbeat dad. <laughs> you know, you got to make up for it. Yeah. And I, I think, think he's he doing is. it right with his ultimate storyline. Definitely. I mean, granted, I'm, I know that's your favorite storyline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine, the, mine too, Ed. Seriously. All right. So I'm... I'm I, I gotta be honest, he's probably gonna not be faithful to the storyline. You know what? He he's never been faithful to any of the X Men. Didn't bother me in the least. No. It was great to see him on the big screen. It was great the way they he designed the first two movies. Mm-hmm. That thought they were fabulous. Yeah. I mean the order was you know, the especially the ages of a lot of the characters mm-hmm. were way off, but I didn't care. Because it was just to see them and how they were portrayed and they were able to do a lot of those basically stunts and CGI graphics right. are so yeah. beautiful that was just like it's perfect I don't care if it's way off and doesn't bother me in the least right. and yeah. the Days of Future Past I mean when I saw the trailer and we saw Thor it gave me goosebumps I was just like yeah I can't wait to see it's so yeah. excited that, that looks is, so freaking this good this is the only thing this is the only movie I've ever wanted to see when I started making comic book films way back in X-Men two, really? eight, in 2000 and I was pissed off then. This was 13 years ago when X-Men first came out. Yeah. Because I've wanted, since I've started reading comic books, I've wanted to see Sentinels on the big screen. I still haven't gotten it. We can have fucking Transformers, but we can't have one Sentinel on I, screen. Have you seen the picture? It's been months ago of, of what the Sentinel looks like. No. I don't. I, uh, the thing is, I, I saw 30 seconds of the I, the future day the future past trailer i don't want to see anymore i want to see the actual film yeah. because all i want is <laughs> yeah. i want my sentinels i've been wanting sentinels since i read uh day the future past back in 1980 and wanted it to the fact that it was it was even considered uh, a movie that i mean when x-men first came out in 2000 that was what kicked off the whole movie thing if x-men was a flop there would have been no Spider-Man, hence there would have been no Iron Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Blade, yeah. Blade was doing fine. Blade was fine. But yeah. it's well, I'd so... say Blade brought Marvel back. I mean, they were going bankrupt at the yeah. time, mm-hmm. and if they, Blade was it. It was like if this was going to flop, Marvel they were going to sell it off pretty much, and mm-hmm. I think DC was going to buy it and just absorb the characters and yeah. make him disappear. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's a long. Christ, time. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, two thousand, two thousand yeah. with X Men. See, you know, as a kid, I, I'm I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Yeah, so. I get real touchy. Like I, I would like to see Venom done right. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that, oh yeah. That was a joke in Spider-Man. You know, was, I mean, I, well, I didn't mind how they did it, and I actually kind of like Topher Grace. I, I liked him. You know, he wasn't the Eddie Brock that I read from the comic books. But now, I knew you were never gonna get that. Well, when I saw the cast list, I thought, okay, Thomas Hayden Church is gonna play Venom. That makes sense. 
you know, him being a bigger guy yeah. and him having the haircut and everything. Okay, I can see that. But Topher Grace, no, he's I, I, it's, he's an alternate Peter Parker. He's not. Yeah. He's not Eddie Brock. You yeah, and so I, I would love to see him do him right. right. Just the whole we are, like the whole like mm-hmm. really get into it. Yeah, it's just like, and then this last Spider-Man movie, I, I certain things just didn't fit right with me. Like the whole <laughs> to me, Parker's core is guilt. Yeah, and I don't felt like he felt guilty about the choices that he made that got Ben Uncle Ben killed. No, and the way Uncle Ben was killed is what got me more than anything because it wasn't like that. I don't know why they couldn't keep the, the I, home invasion angle and, and the same guy that he let go right. be the one that they kill him, but not a convenience store thing. Yeah, and, and then you know. Pete never gets the, that realization that it was the same guy by grabbing him. him. Right. He sees it as a, an artist rendering. I'm like, and then for the rest of the movie, every time he has a suit on, he's an obnoxious prick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's that's not Parker, uh-uh. and I and I, I also didn't, they're exploring his parents way too much. Like his like his dad was the one that came up with the web fluid. Well, the, we'll, we'll the, see. Well, now that's going with the ultimate line, ultimate Spider Man line. Yeah. So I think that they're trying to get that, which which is the reason why I think like I'm hoping that he's. It looks like from the stills I've seen, they're kind of going to go back to more more like, traditional, traditional so. look of Spider Man, right. and he, um, I think Electro is going to kick ass. Yeah, because I like that look. Mm-hmm. Jamie Fox, I was like, yeah, all right, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I still don't... want to see him with the dandelion suit. I, I don't. Well, see, that, that's the same. We were talking about diversity. If yeah. Jamie Fox didn't play Electro, you know, they got somebody else. I'd be just as fine with that too. It's like we don't have to, you know. I'm sure if, if Electro was played by a white actor, no black people would say, "Oh my God, why couldn't we have a black guy play Electro?" No one cares. I just, you know, you don't need that kind of diversity, really. Yeah, yeah. I don't need I mean, Jamie Fox as Electro. I, I see. I, I I'm like. I like him as an actor. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like him as a person. Jamie Foxx? Yeah, I got a problem. Yeah. money? Like, ever since he won the Oscar for Ray, yeah. which I think deservedly won it, uh-huh. something about his attitude just completely changed as far as, like, his attitude as a personal life. Mm-hmm. You want him to do more singing? Is that what it is? No. no. God, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I kind of, like, it's you like... You want him to put the Wanda, w- make... the Wanda wig back on? Yes. Yeah. No, yes. not necessarily, but I want him to remember what his roots were. Yes. Like, he, he, dude, you were a guy wearing a wig. Yeah. You know... Like, remember that and yeah. kind of like embrace who you are because mm-hmm. it made you who you are. Yeah. You think he's a little pompous? A little, little, a full, little bit. A little yeah. full of himself? A little bit. A little and I just, there. you know, so it's like, I mean, I love uh, Django Unchained. I thought mm-hmm. that was an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a big Leonardo DiCaprio fan, but I was like, that movie, he blew me away. And yeah. I was just like, uh, okay, but now when I heard him being electric, I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, I was on board with that. I, he, was, he was great in Collateral. But I'm, like, I'm interested to see what Paul Giamatti does with Rhino. Yes. Because he even said that when he was a kid, if he ever got an actor, he wanted when to play Rhino. Rhino. So I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. It's, but see, I have a, what I have a problem with, Scott, is when they ever Spider-Man films or any superhero films employ two villains. That almost never works. Well, see, I think that they they're, they talked about a big plan, talking about the Sinister Six. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it's going to be a Sinister Six, six. film. But That's I, what it is. No, it's not going to be this film. They're talking like Spider-Man 4, Spider-Man okay. 5, Spider-Man 6. That's what they're talking about. Like they're looking at a big, big scoping plan. I don't think you're going to see the Rhino as Paul Giamatti. Uh-huh. You're probably not going to see, see him as the Rhino, rhino until, until like almost the, the end third. of the movie. But so, yeah, so every Spider-Man film, you're going to introduce two more Sinister well, Six because they got to go through Craven, then the Vulture, right. and then... Mm-hmm. But they also said too that you're going to there's going to be that time span between the first movie and this movie where he's been Spider-Man for a while, and you're, they, they're bringing in the the prison. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that you're going to see a lot of those characters already in jail. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, so right. you, you won't even get an origin story of all. Yeah. You're not going to get origin stories. You're just going to bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. But, but you remember at the mm-hmm. end of the mm-hmm. first Amazing Spider-Man, they already set up the Green Goblin. So right. where are you? So you have the Goblin looming in the background, and, and you have Rhino, and, and, they're and, bringing, and they're bringing Harry into the movie too. Yeah, that seems a lot. That seems really. Well, they pulled the Mary especially Jane. if you're not given a, a like an origin story or something to set well, see, him up at least. You do need a little setup. Yeah. But I'm also... I mean, I'm not saying, like, go back to, you know, the day they were born and how they became... You know, but, like, just something. Yeah, but at this point, do we really need another Batman origin story? No. 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 No, No. we don't. I want to see how he does it. No, well, 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 we're coming at... No. I mean, like, that's why... Ed's still mad at us for making fun of him with the mic earlier. <laughs> that's why like, I'm, I'm not so mad at you that. thrilled to see Superman <laughs> Batman. Right. Is because they're not going to give you that origin story. No. He's just going to be Batman. Yeah. Like, I'm in. Yeah. <clears throat> and if this is and, and if this is DC's way of setting up their Justice League film, then obviously we know we're all in for that, right? Because I've been seeing like little things like, oh, is this going to be the Wonder Woman? Is this going to be the Wonder Woman? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're even talking about the girl who played Sif. Yeah, right. I, I hope they. I... <clears throat> but Wonder Woman's really tough to do. I mean, I'm I'm sh- I'm sure she would be good mm-hmm. in that in that role, but it's just kind of. It feels like they're they're and there was um a, an article that basically put the words to my feelings. It feels like they're recycling um, the actors, mm-hmm. you know. And I was kind of like, oh, find someone no. who, yeah, I, I'm, find well, I'm willing to go with an unknown. I yeah, think like certain like Hugh Jackman was an unknown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm okay with it being unknown. Just don't use somebody who was already. Well, I still have a problem with Chris Evans as being Captain America. Really, oh, really? He, well, he was, he's Johnny Storm. <laughs> he's, he's better. He's better at Captain America than Johnny Storm. Okay, but still, yeah, but they're, they're rebooting. Jo- you're rebooting. They're rebooting Fantastic Four. Yes, and Johnny Storm's gonna be black. About time. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, I'm curious to see how they're going to do the Stu Storm, Johnny Storm. Yeah. Are they going to be like brother and sister? Adopted. But they have to be related, though. I mean, that's you're keeping the core. That's yeah. what it is, that they're related. Um, but, but I mean, Ryan Reynolds is, is still in, supposed to play Deadpool, you know, while he's a Green Lantern. <sighs> And so I don't like the double dipping. You know, have one do yeah. one and one. And that's, do yeah, but that's exactly but see, it. The like, thing with Warner Brothers is is that they're afraid to put unknowns into these roles. They need to grow a pair, is what they exactly. need to do. Well, they like, they they want guys with uh, well, they built an audience already, or yes, with the, yeah. right. because they're afraid that that nobody's going to get it, and it's like. Hello, yeah. we're nerds. Well, I, we get it. Yeah, but the thing is, though, that's exactly why they don't want to do it. Because look at the backlash that Green Lantern got. Right. It wasn't a horrible no, movie. No, it wasn't good. It, it was, was okay. It was fine. But the so. problem was, people were going, "Oh, I don't like Ryan Reynolds. I don't." Yeah. I, I, now, I personally didn't like the portrayal of Hal Jordan because I never liked Hal Jordan even in the comic books. Yeah. So I was had a problem with because Hal Jordan in the movie was a dick, and Hal Jordan in the comic books he's a milk bread white Clark Kent boring guy, and that's the yeah. thing. Like the, stiff. there's always going to be some backlash because these movies, uh, you know, I don't know of any movie that you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, that has stuck a hundred percent faithfully to no, the comic books, so and that's the thing. It's like. It's never, it's never going to, you know. And personally, I don't care as long as the story's done well mm-hmm. and everything kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it sticks a mm-hmm. hundred. I'm not a purist, right. um, Batman, but Batman Begins did. I think that was the closest thing it, to a okay. I, see, now I would go with the Watchmen. Okay, 
you know, but again, we're not, that's a completely, that's a 12 issue miniseries, yeah. completely void of any kind of continuity, but Batman, yeah. Superman, like, it's hard because, like I said, when you cast Batman, mm. if you don't like Ben Affleck as a pick, it's one reason why you don't like him is because you're going to throw Daredevil in someone's face. Yeah. Or you just, it, it wasn't your guy. Yeah. It wasn't the guy that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. like, okay, I was pissed off. I thought Josh Brolin would have been great mm-hmm. too. Ben Affleck wasn't even in the radar. Yeah. yeah. Like when they were going through a list, I guess Josh Brolin, I can see that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, but when they said Ben Affleck, I was like, what? You know, yeah. there's always- Oscar winner. Like just got yeah. off winning the Oscar. I honestly thought um, if they were going to do an older, older Bruce Wayne than, than John Hamm would have been. I, I see. Perfect. I, I, I could. People seen. are saying that. I don't see it. He would have no. to bulk up. I think he'd be able to bulk up though. I think he's big enough. You know, if you ever see him on Mad Men without a shirt, which I do a lot, um, that he would be he would be fine as a Bruce I just, Wayne. I see him as Bruce Wayne more I so than I see him as. I don't know. To me, to me, I like him, but he. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it, the jawline. The, that makes the character. I, he doesn't have it. You don't think he has it? I don't think his face is too long, in okay. my opinion. Okay. Too long. You need like a like almost, a square face. Yeah, like, like a square like jaw. Does. The square like Affleck's got yeah. the square jaw. Uh, also, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I know he, I would. Uh, Josh Demol, I thought would have been perfect. As yeah, a, okay, as, he would work as a Bruce, as a Bruce Wayne more more so than uh, a Ben Affleck. Maybe he's got the jaw and he's got the. You know, he, he, I, I mean, if we're, if we're looking just solely at looks, yeah, I could see him. I mean, acting chops. I mean, Quentin Tarantino is the best. Batman himself is a boring character. Mm. It's Bruce Wayne. You got to yeah. sp- you got you got to do. Yeah, all yeah. well, because that's what made the Superman film. Because anyway, I can wear the suit, but Clark Kent is what makes right. the film. Mm-hmm. Whoever can pull Clark Kent, Christopher Reeve. I, that's what Which, I didn't have a problem with Brandon Ralph Superman because Clark Kent was amazing. Yeah, I mean, he was. He, I liked him. Mm-hmm. I just wish they wouldn't have done what they did to the character. Yeah, I made right. him a super stalker. And it was just like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, and he didn't fight anybody, and he is a, you utterly wasted Kevin Spacey as Luther. I, right? I thought he was perfect he as was, Luther. He was perfect, but he what did they, he? They gave him nothing to do. Exactly, you gave him nothing. I, Parker Posey had more of a, an impact in that film than Kevin Spacey did, which was really really sad. Well, wow, yeah, with look at that way, yeah. With the uh, the new Superman and the, the new Luthor that they have, they signed to a nine picture deal. Brian Cranston. Ooh. I, is that a done deal? It's a done deal. It's done. Because I gotta be honest, I really, Brian Cranston is Lex Luthor. I gotta be honest, I'm not really happy with that that pick. I'm very happy with that pick. I mean, I like him as an actor, but I I don't know. I just never know. I look, I'm, I'm, I'm he dead. could be the Heath Ledger. No, no I'm look, look, of I'm, Lex I'm always gonna be. I'm not like I, didn't, I don't hate the idea. I just don't see the, like I liked. Much I'm on Michael Rosenthal, Rosenbaum's was yeah. from Smallville. I kind of yes, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Brian Cranston's stint in Breaking Bad, especially towards the end. That's probably what's See, I know, what's I, I getting. Have, on. I've never seen Breaking Bad. Okay. He, I mean, because before Mayho always is Malcolm's dad. Well, and that's <laughs> and that's exactly it. And before that's, that's Breaking, Bad, Breaking Bad, he was Bad always Malcolm's Malcolm dad. in the middle. You know, Malcolm's dad. <laughs> right. But after that, after Breaking Bad. That's what uh, sort of broke him out of that typecast. And the, hope, you know, that typecasting that he is, was stuck in. Heath, back to Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger made everyone, because now everybody you pick, you see now for a superhero. Right. You're going to say, I don't see that, but he, but I didn't see, no one saw Heath Ledger. Right. And, I'm and he wa- saw what happened. And I'm willing to say, okay, Cranston might do a great job. Yeah. But I, there's something, there's no, like, no 
spark for me to go, oh my God, he's going to be amazing. Yeah, but you know why there's no spark? Because you never saw Breaking Bad. I mean, uh, and it could be. That's, <laughs> from, that's exactly But, but I have seen him in, I mean, I have seen him in, in Total Recall. I thought yeah. I loved it. I mean, I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing him in Godzilla. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. I'm willing to give, like, I like him. I like the actor. Yeah. But I just, something about Luther, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. It's, I'm sold for me because I, I, the maybe that you're looking for, I've already seen in him. I'm, that could be it. I mean, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm way open to the possibility. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to introduce Lex in, in the next movie, I mean, maybe it might be my plot line. Yeah, but he, he signed a, uh, it was a, it was a nine picture deal or five picture deal, so he's going to be Luthor in every DC film going forward. Wow. Yep. Mm, all right. Yeah, five Luthers. Yeah. Well, no, no. Yeah, okay, well, hold on. No, let's. That's a five picture deal as Lex Luthor. That's not all super a five picture Superman deal. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, he could show up as Lex Luthor yeah, in like a Batman yeah. movie. Like, yeah. yeah, well, Samuel Jackson signed the same deal with is Nick Fury. He signed the sign, and same thing with Mark Ruffalo. He signed a, it was a nine picture deal, six right. picture deal as okay. as a Hulk. So he can yeah. So like, yeah, if you need around. him, like what they're trying to do is they're trying to get a stable of actors to be able to put into this universe. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to be switching up like that. They had the big thing with Quicksilver not too long ago. Yeah, was because Avengers and X Men yeah. are two different companies. And they're both going to have you're going to have Quicksilver in Days of Future Past, right? And you're going to have Quicksilver in Avengers Two, right? You have to get the same actor. Yeah, they're and not. They are. Yeah. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. That's what the whole deal is. That's the reason so, why the kid that's going to be in Days of Future Past, Kick is, Ass, is going to be in both movies. Yes, yes. he okay. is Quicksilver as far as the Marvel Universe goes. Okay, right. good. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's what they're trying to do with DC. Problem is, like you said, DC doesn't have the balls to go. Outside of its comfort zone, if it's not Batman, if it's not Superman, if it's not Wonder Woman, they don't want to do it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They don't even do it if it's Wonder Woman. Well, they, they you know, because the big deal is like, do we put pants on her or not? Yeah. Mm. Which she, God forbid, if they put pants on her, I'm boycotting that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and you know the the, the I could the, see it. The, the TV the Wonder Woman TV series that they green lit and then abruptly pulled before it was ever ever aired. Oh, we saw, oh, we saw the pilot. We saw the pilot. Yeah. pilot. Right. Palicki, yeah. I mean, she oh, was okay. I, I loved her. I loved she her was great. And lights, yeah. We saw the pilot. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, writing wise, sucked. Yeah. Action, uh, yeah. really good. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you could tell there was a second director, like the the, the action direct DP. Yeah, knew what he was doing. Right, mm-hmm. it was great. But Kelly's writing was oh god off. Well, you Kelly? Yeah. yeah. What coming from him was a shocker. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because usually that's good. Yeah, well, he does. He he mm-hmm. writes his what he called. Uh, he wrote the crazy ones. Yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I love that show. That's yeah. a good show, yeah. And he's got you know that and two and a half men and two broke girls. I mean, he writes comedy really well. Yeah, just can't do Wonder Woman yeah. apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can do Wonder Woman. All right, see if you guys can go to DC on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars sequel release date is not far, far away. I think December of 2015. Okay, December yeah. 18th, 2015 is the so actual two, release date. So two years from next month, right? So, which is what do you call it? They have pushed it back from the original date. Right. Because it was supposed to be in August. Yes. Mm-hmm. But now because of them firing the, the, the original writer, writer. The writer, yeah. They're not sure, you know. Well, they were trying to shoot for the, uh, of course, the May. Uh, May the 4th. May the 4th, but they couldn't get it because of the writing. And I mean, they, yeah, because they, they basically have to rewrite everything. Right. From, from what they were saying. So. Uh, which, uh, okay, like. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that because 
I feel like, and I feel like they kind of have to rewrite everything, you know, or they feel like they have to rewrite everything because if the guy was fired, if they keep it in, they have to give him writing credits. If they right. if they just rewrite everything, they can right. kick they his name off scratch. the yeah. yeah. If they take like an idea from him, they they'll be okay. But if it's any like scenes, or if stuff it's like actual, that, yeah, yeah, they're gonna have to pay him. He probably got paid anyway. Oh, I'm sure. But I'm it's, sure he it's, did. It's residuals. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Residuals. Yeah. But the thing is, it's episode seven, correct? Yes. And uh, where will they pick up and where would we That depends because be I've, I've read the books uh-huh. that's, that's followed after Return of the Jedi. Right. Han and Leia obviously get married. And then there's a baby involved, right? There's three, three. babies. Okay. There's there's the twins. Make a busy. There's the twins. <laughs> as right. Jason and uh, Jamie. I can never pronounce her names. And then the third kid, Anakin. Right. Okay. Now, in... You know, I'm kind of curious. I hate to spoil it for anybody. Chewbacca dies in one of the books. Okay. No! Sorry. hate to spoil it. He died in a complete chewy way. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I'm going to say he... In a freak hairdryer accident? No. Planet blew up under him. What, what? I didn't hear that. What? Okay. Thing is, planets can be explored. There's like a whole new... Like, the Empire is not really the Empire anymore. Yeah. There's like another outside, like, invading army from like another galaxy. That's far, far away. Uh-huh. But And they're, the they're, they're destroying this planet. Uh-huh. And Han's in the Falcon. And Jason, his kid, and Chewie are the last two on the, the planet. And Chewie's carrying the kid mm-hmm. up the mountain. And the only way, because his, his life bomb on Han is passed over to the kids. Right. The Falcon is trying to hover down. Chewie throws Jason onto the Falcon. Right. Fastball special. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> and then... He pretty much sacrifices himself to fulfill that life bond. He's the last thing on the planet when that thing goes up in like boom. And look, 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 goosebumps. Goosebumps. you know, it was so sad, but it was also like, dude, what are you staring at my arm for? I can't look away. You know, it was goosebumps are mesmerizing. It was like. It was a set. It was like holy crap. That's that's how. If you're gonna go, that's go like the way that. I got that's it. how you go. Like the only way you're gonna kill me is by blowing the planet up that I'm standing on. <laughs> so I'm curious. Done. Is he gonna Done. be? Is he gonna be in seven? Challenge accepted. The kids are supposed to be a little older, and this mm-hmm. happened when they were younger. Mm-hmm. So you can't have Chewie in it because if you think DC timelines are fucking people are gonna flip out. Wait till the people you know see that. Mm-hmm. Like the purest. There's going to be riots in the street. I mean, because in, in my eyes, he shouldn't be in the. St- if depending mm. on where they pick up, yeah. shouldn't be in it. I mean, you already have them. It would be different if it was like five years after Return of Jedi. Mm-hmm. We're now talking what thirty years? Yeah. You know, there's and, yeah. And then the t- and the only two questions I have with the Star Wars reboot is um. Uh, who's the villain now? Because now the evil's been vanquished. Apparently, Khan is. Yes. From Star Trek? Yeah, Cumberbatch. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, well, he's my enemy, too, so I can see that. The other is, uh, back to diversity, what happened to Lando? That's what I, That's the only thing I need to know about these Star Wars films. Who's he, Who do they fight, and, and what's, what's, Lando been, what's Lando been up to? Uh, maybe we'll find out. He got hired on the Enterprise. <laughs> Billy D. Williams is not on the Enterprise. Yeah, exactly. Billy D. Can- He's too cool for the Enterprise. Yes. Unless the Enterprise has Colt 45 on it. <laughs> it might. <laughs> never know. All right. Oh, I hope not. Colt 45. You never know what Guinan's stalking. 
Sorry, right. December 15th. Star Wars. So, eh. <coughs> we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I got nothing on the whole Star Wars thing because I'm trying to be... Let me just stay away from it because I've already been... It's like... It's like, okay, I have my trilogy, which is the first. Yeah. Then I go back for the second trilogy, and I kind of get, like, slapped around a little bit. Uh-huh. So now I'm a little reluctant to go for the third trilogy. The <laughs> only thing that's making me go back is the J.J. Abrams. But then I'm kind of thinking, going, but, uh, you know, like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Okay. Yeah, but J.J. Abrams had nothing to do with the first, the, I mean, the second uh, uh, trilogy, which, no, is, no. which is horrible. That's but, all Lucas's yeah. fault. Exactly, but we now know what J.J. <coughs> Abrams can do with an established franchise, what he's done with Star Trek, and so there's no reason to believe he can't do the same thing with Star Wars, and him being just as big a fan as that. And I, and I agree, and yeah. because he was a big fan. Star yeah. Trek and Star Wars was yeah. his thing growing up, so uh-huh. I'm like, I, my, faith, my faith in J.J. is my faith in Joss mm-hmm. for the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go with the track record. He's got a good track record. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I just... I think the problem is... I didn't really have a problem with the first, last three movies. Last three Star no, Wars? You know, you gotta no, I'm serious. He, no. I mean, I wasn't really a big fan of Jar Jar Binks. No one was. The, right. The only, but, okay, no. only Jar Jar Binks was a fan of Jar Jar Binks. But, and I mean, you know, like, it's, you know, Lucas tried something. I mean, you know, everybody loved those three movies. They put him to such a high pedestal that it's like, he can do no wrong. And he, like, yes, he did. He made these three movies. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? He made. He took a shot, and actually, they but, were supposed to kill Jar Jar Binks off in the first place. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think he. I think he. No, but, the, but what he, what the, the egregious thing that he did was he just he just totally disavowed everything that he established in the first three. I mean, he made a big deal out of saying during Empire that uh, that Obi Wan was trained by Yoda. You find out in the first one he wasn't trained by Yoda at all. Yeah, and uh, I met your father when he was a, a young pilot. You met him when he was a small boy. Well, he was you a know. young pilot. He flew what? and destroyed very, the... Uh, very, very, very young You know, they'd say the age range. But I don't know why... Th- a stretch. Why three couldn't have been number one. Why would you have to sit go See, no. that far back and have us believe that a young Darth Vader created uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 and have no recollection of this at all when he gets older? Well, here's my thing. Maybe he has Alzheimer's. Here's my thing. It's like, you could have gotten rid of the first movie. You could have had the second movie, the first one. You could have had Vader, you know, the whole battle in the second one. And the third one, you could have had what could have been a great character piece of how Anakin has to adjust to being, a, a, what do you call it, Darth Vader. Because he goes out and he hunts down all the Jedi. Mm-hmm. He's, the, he's like the last man standing. You know that in a, with a real actor... You could have had a really good, good. character-driven yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. And the only thing I wanted to see that bridged the gap was a young Han and young Lando and doing the castle run. How did you lose a Millennium Falcon? In you got to read place. the books. I don't want to read. That's why I go to movies. <laughs> go to the, YouTube. They have books on tape. <laughs> yeah, you get the Han Solo trilogy. <laughs> they, they actually do. They talk about him being a kid and him yeah. meeting Chewie and how he got the stripes, you know, the... the Carillion blood stripes on his, yeah. you know, pants. Yeah. They go through all that. And if you want that too, but, uh, there's also Scoundrels, uh-huh. which I, I read. It's Han, Lando, and it's basically um, Ocean's Eleven in space. Well, nice. It's great, great awesome. book. So if you you readers out there, <laughs> oh, <laughs> all two of you, <laughs> is there pictures in the books? No, I'm out. <laughs> all right, what else you got? All right, let's go back to uh, DC. 
CW developing drama based on DC Comics hero, Our Man. Wow. I don't even know who Our Man is. Neither so. do I. He's from the Justice Society. Um, wow. He's more of the uh, Silver Age uh, type deal. But I'm surprised. Out of all the second tier ones, third tier ones they could bring back, I thought they would have started, especially with the, with the success of Arrow, they could have started with The Flash or started with... Well, they're bringing the, the flash, flash in, in. yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. they, they uh, just introduced era, Black, so. Harry, Black, Black Canary, Black Canary, yeah, and the uh, League of Assassins. But it, it bugged me that Black Canary wasn't Dinah Lance, though. She, she's already well, been, yeah. But I mean, there's mm. you got three. Well, all she's three, too old now. We call well. You got the the chick who was uh, who's um, River Song, yeah, yeah. is one, yeah, one of them. Mm-hmm. The yeah, she's dog, original, right? Black yeah, but they're not really Black Canaries. They're talking about the names of the people, right? right. Because right now this chick's the only black canary. Yeah. yeah. But I like Rajal Gould being brought in. Yeah. Like mentioned. I was like League of Assassins. Yeah, I'm like, like all that. right. But they're supposed to be bringing the flash in towards the end of the season. season right. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm like I'm liking where they're going. But if you want a really good this past weeks of Kevin's Fat Man on Batman, he brings Paul Dini in mm-hmm. and they talk about the Arkham Origins thirty second trailer piece, but they to see him as a kid. Right. They through just kind of talking, they discuss like a Smallville version of Batman. Yeah, it's Gotham City. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, Gotham City. Uh, you're not gonna, no, this uh, is actually like a young Bruce Wayne during, okay. like as a kid in prep school. Okay. And the stuff like what they crafted with just the two of these guys just spitballing for their love of Batman. Mm-hmm. How you can bring in. Um, Hugo Strange, how you can bring yeah, in Talia yeah, Al Ghul. Or Jonathan Crane. But or all, yeah. Exactly. All as a younger version. version of, of that. And, and they said, and you'll never, there's no cape, no cow. Right. You know, and you can have like flash forwards to him, like, you know, sitting there. What? No fun. Dude, <laughs> Smallville worked for 10 years. Exactly. And you never no saw cape, it. No cow. It still worked. Yeah, uh-huh. it still worked. Arrow, I mean, Arrow for the most part it is working without the trick arrows. Mm hmm. You know, no, no boxing glove arrow, but it's right. like it's like Dark Knight. I mean, series. I'm telling you, you got to listen to this. I was sold. I would pay money to get this show made because what? Because you got Kevin Smith and Paul Dini, the guy who created mm-hmm. pretty much everything that we know about the um, animated series. Yeah, they can't. How they talked about it, I was like, holy shit! I would buy. I would watch that movie. I if I could afford to put invest money into a TV show, you got my money because it was like. Blew me away with they're just coming out just just bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I mean, seriously, if you never listened to a single one of those podcasts, that's the one you got to listen to if you're a Batman fan because it was beautiful. Okay. I just sat there like they even brought in uh, Crane as like the, the the school psychiatrist, Hugo Strange as the um oh, we call it the dean yeah, of the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was how they bring uh, Ray Al Ghul and Talia Al Ghul in. You know, oh, it was it was like. I was like, I'd watch that show. Okay. All things Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Craig's taking his clothes off over here. <laughs> All right, so what else we got? Oh, I mean, yeah. our man, I don't know anything about, so. And there go the pants. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. No. Oh, Batman boxers. Okay, there. thank goodness. <laughs> 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 uh, without, that was How a, much of his clothing is he taking <laughs> off? That was a request, right? You said, right? Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <show?" laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, what else we got is news? 
I, I'm just stunned. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I, hold it together, man. You're the glee. Professional you're, cat hurt. You're the captain of the ship. You're supposed to be We're hurt. sinking fast. <laughs> you're the one who's supposed to be captain. hurting us. <laughs> I lost you. Hurry up before I start taking my clothes off. <laughs> the theories about John Hurts, look on who, Buffett says, were wrong. This is We have a running back going on about John Hurt, uh, if anybody's a Doctor Who fan or Whovian. Why are you like crying? I'm, 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 no, I'm wrong. He's my the eye. <laughs> I'm wrong my eye because you know why? Because I played too much video games yesterday. I kind of gave myself like a dry eye, pink eye thing going on. So I'm constantly rubbing it. So okay. Just, rubbing just your eye. Really? Doctor Who story. Rubbing your eye, right? Jar Hurt really <laughs> is not the 8.5 doctor that we thought. So they say. Yes. So the clothes were just a. Coincidence, whatever. Because somebody, somebody saw yeah, that. No, there's no such thing as coincidence in the who, in the the Who universe. In this case, it is. <laughs> I'm not. I don't believe it. Moffat says. Moffat right. says that's the way it goes. Moffat lies. But Moffat could also just be doing the old one-two punch, trying to throw, trying to throw everybody yeah, off the scent. Go ahead. So I don't believe it. So what's he say? Oh, I, I moved on because why he didn't seem too interested. <laughs> You're cranky you, you, and stuff. You, you're yelling at me again. You discussed the bet. You, I'm not sitting in the chair again. Which you didn't fill out. <laughs> the, he doesn't know what the bet is. The, Why'd you tell him the bet? The bet is, I say John Hurd's character is a doctor that has already been established mm-hmm. that we haven't seen, that he fucked up between the time that uh, the time of the doctor. You have a 10-year gap uh-huh. between the doctor who was off the air to when it came back on. Right. I think he's the doctor in that. In between. In between. Right. Ed thinks it's a future doctor. Future doctor. Yes. Right. Okay. Because we haven't, they, they've established the timeline uh-huh. of every doctor and they're saying he's, he's not he's in not it at all. There. Right. Okay. And they had a still picture of him in what looked like Eccleson's, the ninth doctor? Ninth doctor, yes. His like leather jacket, mm-hmm. but... The vest uh, he's wearing is the eighth doctor's. Right. Okay, so we have we settled the bet. Do we know where John Hurt was? No, yeah. no, the no, bet was not going to be settled. For that's him. what the 50th yeah. anniversary episode is hopefully going to, you know, find out. Yes. And here's a question. It comes out on the 23rd. Yes. The 25th, it's hitting the theaters. It's uh, fandoms doing um, the BBC. Like the, they're doing it in the 3D thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see that? I'd do it. I'd do it. I'll have to see how my finances are. What? Dude, I can cover you up for a movie. It's, it's a, a fandom thing. It's I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll split the ticket with, with uh, Sean. Okay, and the second thing is my wife. So. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, the money isn't an issue. It's the <laughs> wife hurdle you're going to get over. Okay, Mrs. Ed. Mrs. Ed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't know what her name the is. The horse is the horse, of course. <laughs> her name's Cecilia. Cecilia. Cecilia Ed. I am, I am, Cecilia I'm, Ed. I'm pleading to you, woman to woman, Please let him come with us. Please. That'd be great if she listened to this show. Yeah. She doesn't listen to Crap. Will bribery work? <laughs> I'm willing to bribe your she, wife. Well, she's a fan of Doctor Who. Oh, she? yeah. So she can come too. Yeah, yeah, she dragged me back into Doctor Who. So fine. We can get everybody going. Yeah. That'd be a party. A Whovian party. Well, what? Well, we'll find out when we, we go back to the house and finish the right. book box. Okay. All right, so uh, what else you got? Oh, uh, just digitize yourself with this handheld 3D scanner. I digitize myself every day, buddy. That's It's called cloning. <laughs> <laughs> he still needs the egg, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
So 3D scanners are becoming more affordable. So they're also becoming the more mainstream as well. The mainstream apparel means that the price people picking 3D printers these days are laymen. Wow, okay. That's pretty much it. You know, I've seen <laughs> I have exciting. seen so many like, cool things. It was things. exciting when I read it earlier, so I've seen so many cool things done with the 3D printers. Yeah. Like one of the things I saw on um the I fucking love science uh Facebook page was there was a guy who designed a 3D prosthetic hand for his son and it was like the cost of it was like 10 bucks compared with a traditional yeah. prosthetic. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like that's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Somebody's building a Three, uh, from a 3D printer or a car mm-hmm. and it's going to drive cross country yeah. and see if it That's survives. Awesome. It's going to probably break before it gets to the, the turnpike. <laughs> I don't care. I'm in. I want to buy a 3D printer. Yeah? Yeah. And you know what? I get, um, I get emails from this <laughs> what, website what called... 3D? Um, My dick. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to ask. That's what the D stands for. That's... What do you call it? That's the first thing anyone's going to do. I don't get this guy who made the prosthetic arm for his kid. He first went, "Wow, my dick looks really good. I think I can make a hand." <laughs> <laughs> to go with the dick. <laughs> okay, the car is awesome, but the first thing you do is your dick. Always dick first, Dad. Remember me. Uh, yeah. Apparently, I forget that. <laughs> dick first. See, I would, I would do all my cosplay stuff. So, like the sheer sword that I want, I would do that. Like. The, As she does her boobs. Well, yeah, <laughs> after I do my boobs. <laughs> well, what would you do, Ed? Um, that's a good dick. question. Say dick. No. <laughs> no, I already took that answer. He doesn't think that way. Because when I go, oh, he goes, well, what would you do? I go, well, this. What would you do? Oh. I don't know. Like he never, thinks, he never thinks of the answer before he asks the question. It's like I better be prepared for answer because this is what my answer. Like, See, though, usually in my life, nobody asks me the question back. I ask the question, then they go and on, and then they go and segue to somewhere else. I'm like, all right, nobody's going to come. I don't have to come up again. Yeah. It's like almost like he throws that conversation out so you can fade into the background. Like, so what would you guys do? <laughs> I'll do this. I'll do this. What about you, Ed? Oh, on to me. So really, no, seriously, what would you do? Uh, probably um, the Millennium Falcon. That's that's you know I, that's I, pretty. That good. was my first instinct. But I had to say Dick for the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but the Falcon would definitely be up there. Life size. Life size, of course. Oh. Dude, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I can't do my can't do my chewy anymore. Yeah, since you since I got the operation. Yeah, I'm missing a puncher bag. This um, ball. <laughs> no, I, got both. I got both of them, buddy. <laughs> it's called the Roman War Helmet. <laughs> got cracked. All right, so what about you? What about get a three D printer? A three D printer? What would I print out? Yeah, what would you? What, tr- you know, what would you make? What would I make? Uh, probably a bad signal, like a big bad. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah. Thing. Right. Is that okay? Yeah. Is that okay? No, it's not. What else would you do? Unacceptable. Pick something else. Survey says. I didn't make the top five. Damn it. How about you, Erica? Did we give you? Yeah, I would do my cos. Yeah, I would like start printing out my cosplay stuff. All right. Like I could do. Oh, I could do um the Shira breastplate. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm kind of curious. Like I would love to get my hands on one because. I'm kind of curious how they work. Like you could just you have to throw an image on the screen and then it'll print it out. It, um, I... It's it's basically like little tiny dots of uh, plastic. So actually, there's a 
pen that that it's it's kind of like a 3d printer it's a pen that you can write in 3d and it what it does is it takes the plastic and it melts it so as it comes out like it'll it'll cool into the shape that you want it to be and i I saw so it's the same principle as a 3d printer except it's portable and it's a pen like Mm -hmm. i saw i saw them um somebody had done like an eiffel tower with it and a couple a few other things like it's pretty damn cool Mm. okay i get emails from this website called instructables and like it's it's becoming (laughs) as i punch my mic it's becoming more and more prevalent and in a lot of the emails now there's at least one 3d printer um template like for for different stuff oh cool yeah Live in wondrous times, Ed. Wondrous yes. times. And one so other- again, one of the reasons why I hate being old. Yeah. I would, as, a, as a teenager, I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah. You sure as hell know I'm getting my dick 3D printed. <laughs> <laughs> and have that as a mantle so when I get old and fat, I can go, it used to be me. You don't, have to, you don't have to use plaster anymore. Yeah. I don't have to stand there and hard for like three hours while I'm cast. <laughs> <laughs> You can always compare it, you know. It's like, oh wait, I got a wart today for some reason. You can go with the original and mark it up, like you know, okay, like as I'm getting fatter, my dick's getting smaller. And tick, okay, I lost an inch. Lost an inch. Yeah. All behind, like I better start doing sit-ups now. I'm in danger zone. I'm in, I'm in danger zone. It's coming to invisible mode. Too. No, now it looks like a mushroom head and a bunch of Brillo pad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It hides back in. It's six more weeks of winter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, on that note, what else you got? Oh, we want more? Why don't you stop looking at your watch, buddy, and let me let me take a... I'm all thrown off now. Why? <laughs> well, they took the big article. Okay, you know what? Instead, toss it away. Toss it away. Let's get to know our buddy. It's time to get to know Craig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> time to put him under the microscope. Now, hit me. So, how did you two meet? Yes, that'll be the great first question. Uh, we did some time together upstate. You know, yeah. I was visiting her in the big house, and you know, <laughs> the hand on the glass and the phone, and it was and a work, it was a work release thing. Boobs <laughs> pressed up against the glass. See, now I, I, mine. Now see, mine. I still believe that. <laughs> no, see, I actually thought he she was a woman, a man first. Spent time. <laughs> 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 what do you call? I, I got my I got my surgery, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, she was a woman it's been a good it's. It's been a very positive transition, so... Um, the key phrase being trans. trans. <laughs> no, um, in reality, we, we met on an a online dating site yeah. about, what, like three, three years four ago. years ago, and something like she that. she happened to know me from the show. Yeah. So I was like, are you the same Greg from Presence? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, uh, yes, <laughs> I listen to the radio. <laughs> okay, now, okay, well, now, since, yes. we're, since we're on that segue, so then you just kind of, was it because it was a date, or was it just because, like, hey, I know you, you want to hang out? Uh, no, it was when he, because um, he messaged me, and uh, he he put his full name in the message. I'm like, Craig, look on. Are you the Craig Legans <laughs> from the Preston Steve show? <laughs> like, I was kind of like, um... Okay. All right. That's cool. So. And I was like, she thinks it's cool. Wow. Yeah. Okay. She, <laughs> therefore, she thinks I'm cool. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I'll see how far I can ride this before it blows up in my face. 
Uh, so we, uh, we ride her down the street and back. Bam! All right. So we went out. To, so we, we met. We went on a date. We saw the. We went on a date. We saw the best first date movie you could possibly see. Okay, the most romantic film you can see Nine on a first weeks. date. Contagion. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> so right away, says, nothing says compatibility. Like exactly. <laughs> so right away, I said, "Okay, she knows who I am, and we're going to go see Contagion on our first date." So I got this one in the bank. You know. And the whole time I'm like sitting there squirming because my bursitis was acting up. I have bursitis in my left hip. So I'm like sitting there squirming and the seats were hard. And he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you like, no, really, I'm fine. Ow. In reality, I probably look like I was trying to like silently fart or something. No, in reality, now see, here's the reality because I was sitting on the aisle and she was one seat in and I saw her squirming. I think, oh my God, thank God. She wants to leave, but I'm blocking the way. So that's why I was like, oh, okay, I got it now. The only way she can get out is by assaulting me. Exactly. How far is she willing to go to get away? But I remember as I was watching this movie that was not not a date film, and I see that she's squirming visibly, and I was like, and I kept. Other than asking you, are you, are you okay? It's like, we can leave if you want. We don't have to. Don't I was like, no, really? No. I'm okay. My hip just hurts. Like, real. <laughs> and I'm like trying to like reassure him that no, it's not you. It's, it's not me. the movie. Not it you. really is it's my hip. Not you. <laughs> it's not you. It's my hip. I'm sorry. That's the new version of I have a headache. <laughs> it's not you. I'm sorry. My hip hurts. <laughs> okay, well, it was the first date three years ago. Yeah. Well, let's go back. So apparently, I think obviously. A friendship bloomed from that. Oh wait, wait it's, yeah. is there a second date story? Uh, or? Yeah, I'll be honest. Eric is not really a second date kind of girl. <laughs> 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 from what I know about her, you got to make a good impression on the first date. Really well, fucking yeah, good impression. I made a great impression on the first date. <laughs> 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 uh, then I called him. Hey, me. Remember the contagion guy? Um, he said it wasn't your. It wasn't me. It was your hip. Uh, do it again. Um, <laughs> Voicemail. <laughs> no. Uh, second time we went up to. Um, I think we went out to eat, then we went to the bookstore. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. and that was it. And I think we uh, it's a lo- it's a roller coaster. Uh, thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, I get Perfectly good. And I, and I know you you've discussed uh, Erica's dating uh, history and dating site on the show oh, before. We've only scratched that surface. Yeah, we talked a yeah. little bit about it before we went on the air. And I can say as. Uh, an outside observer and an active participant in Erica's dating life. She's a fucking um, bitch. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's how it's going to be. I got two words. Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> because we went, we were, fr- we went, we had a, I had our date first. Okay. A little romance. And we, uh, went apart and then, you know, we were friends throughout this, through most of the, the year and a half. And, she would come to me or I would ask her every once in a while how are you doing or are you seeing anybody and she'd tell me these stories of the people that she would be so dating. you got tossed in the friend zone real fast yes yeah. not fast I mean because I tried to you know we, we had a discussion about where where our relationship where I would like our relationship to go sure. where I would like and 
she wasn't there yet. We were on two different pages, and I said that that's fine. I wanted her in my life because of who she is, and lots of fun, beautiful awesome. woman. So yeah. you'd rather have a woman like that in your life as a friend than not at all. Right. I said that to my. I'm used to being in the friend also, zone. I spent also, a lot sometimes of, you're good wingman. Exactly. Um, <laughs> now that I'm used to that. But so she was telling me all these, you know, horror stories about the guy she was dating. So I said, you know, finally, I said, you know what, you know, let's. I heard about all the bad dates you have. Why don't you have a good date? Why don't you go out with a good guy? Why don't you go out with a guy that's going to treat you well? It's always going to be attentive, listens, all that stuff. So she said, you know what she said? Why not? Let's do it. She took me like Lex Luthor out of the Phantom Zone. She took me from the friend zone. And we became a couple. Okay? Uh-huh. The dinner, cooked for her, watching movies you together. Did, you did nice guy stuff? I did nice guy stuff. That's what we do. I don't know any other I, way. Hold on. I can tell you where you went wrong. Because you, you went the nice guy route. You are a generally nice guy. She's a project girl. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is, she needs a guy that she can try fixing. Okay. You like a project. You go, I don't like this, but I'll hang around and see if I can change that. Am I wrong? Well, see, she's this, so quiet. You know, she's not, no, she's she not defending no, herself. Can I tell the story? Of how, oh, of how we we're, broke, we're already uh, in that deep, uh, I think. Of how, of how we broke up, or why we broke up, or why we're no longer a couple. Sure. Oh. When we were uh, a couple, I came over to her place. Um, she made me dinner, and uh, she doesn't have cable, which is a huge red flag for me, but yeah. still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. That kind of makes me feel like a little like, eh, what the hell? Uh, exactly, but still. Who doesn't have cable? Yeah. Um, what do you got in your basement? <laughs> so we're, 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 um, she's basket wa- with lotion in it. <laughs> she, she's watching her favorite show, which is uh, Master Chef, which I've never seen. I don't watch, you know, cooking shows. Okay, so she's laying on the couch. I'm laying there too. It's a special two-hour version of Master Chef, right? Uh, so yeah. I'm falling asleep. Okay, I'm trying to stay, trying to stay awake, trying to keep it interesting. Now, have you ever seen the show Master Chef? When it's a cooking competition show, right. yeah. And so, like, the, you you've got an hour to make this souffle, right? right. And they're so, throwing one wacky ingredient, yeah, yeah. yeah, and some crazy thing. Make so, a souffle with salmon. Yes. Exactly. So they're doing it. So I'm watching, trying to stay awake, trying to be engaged because this is her favorite show and this right. show that she likes. So when they on the show, they say, "Okay, time's up. Hands up. Hands up." Cooks have to put their hands up. So every time they yell "Hands up" on the show, I go "Hands up" to Erica and I say, "Erica, hands up!" Right. And uh, she wasn't really having. I could see she was, you know, didn't, she was annoyed. Didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that I could see. Yeah, okay. I'm <laughs> there with you in the apartment. Yeah. So the next, I can see the eye roll yeah. from here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going the wrong way. Okay, I'm I'm trying to be. I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying me to be interested. I'm trying to keep her interested. I'm trying to make it fun. Trying to make it you something. Don't want her falling asleep on you. Yeah. Exactly. I already fell asleep on it. And I didn't want it to, you know, to right. to, for, to further. So the next day, I'm thinking, okay, well, our date ended on the bad note. She, you know, hugged me goodbye, and I went and on my... The next day, I get the text. I get the text, okay? The text. The you t- texted him? The, no, 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 no. Right. The text says, call me, okay? Uh, we need to talk, which is code for I want to break up with you yeah, over the that, phone. that's never good. <laughs> okay, so, but I find out, and so I'm going over my head, okay, what the hell did I do wrong? Okay, I, I you know, I, I ate her food. Very good. I went over. I didn't bring flowers, which I said I was going to do mm-hmm. before, and I I, I brought a flower before. Which a, that's that's not a deal breaker for me. Like yeah. it, it's you know. I mean, but I but I she said it was something that you did last night that really just just bugged the shit out of me, and I just I, it's a small thing. It's not a big deal, but it just really really rubbed me the wrong way. 
And I'm thinking, oh god, what did I do? I didn't, I didn't use her bathroom. I didn't, uh, I didn't wipe my ass with right. her curtain. Nothing. I'm thinking, I sat on the couch. I ate the bathroom food. doesn't bother me. The wiping, but the I, wiping the ass with the curtain. Yeah, that's I, an issue. I was on the couch the whole time you, eating her food. And you I are a perfect gentleman. Exactly. Okay. But what rubbed her the wrong way? What caused her to break up with me? For her, what caused her to say, you know what? I cannot do this shit anymore. Uh-huh. Was me raising my hands. <laughs> saying hands up I saw that car not just raising your hands you were also grabbing my hands and uh, like raising mine and that's what killed the relationship now apparently okay in the, in the history of Erica's dating life do all sorts of things in the bedroom mind altering okay and that's no problem but you raise your hands up. <laughs> you raise your hands in the air like you just don't care. Forget it. Oh my God! Maria Antoinette on the chopping block, and I'm done. Okay, so that's no. There's no leeway there. Exactly, and that and that's and it wasn't the hurt so much because I knew she would still be in my life. I knew we'd still be friends. But <laughs> Maybe not after this show. <laughs> no, but it, it, I feel like I should move over further because but, any second that Mike is going to come towards. It, my but head. It, it gave me a great story. Even when she asked me to be on the show, and I was honored. First of all, I said thank you. And you know, looking back in your past episodes, I saw that you talked about her dating life and stuff. And I asked her that when we went to see the Thor premiere on Monday before you guys did. Um, I, uh, I said, I got to see it five days early in three days. I said, Erica, if they're talking about your your dating life, should we uh, should we mention? That I mean, if they ask, or, or do you not want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about it? And she's like, I don't care. I'm a life's noble book. I said, Are you sure? Because if it comes up, I mean, I'm you know, I'm not going to tell a story. I'm not going to lie about how we met or how we know each other or that we did date before. But is that okay? And you seem to think that it was fine. I think it's a funny story because whenever That's I just <laughs> right, yeah. I have my breakup story. I mean, I've been broken up with because I don't drink. I've been broken up with because I'm too skinny. I've been broken up with because I'm not tall enough. I've been broken up because I'm too nice, but that one. But I, I am, that, I am the that, fucking bitch. Yeah. First, I have a All right, here's hold on, hold on. That that was that breakup story goes on the refrigerator. Yes, <laughs> it does. But here's okay. But here's the thing. So for me, like after that, you know, after he left, I was like, that's that is part of who he is, you know. Yeah. And I can't. I'm not going to ask Craig to change. Who he is, you just rats. Okay. You know, for for it's not. It's you know, Craig's an entertainer by trade, but that's also who he is. Right, just every day, like mm-hmm. he is just an entertaining person, and he's always, you know, he's always on. He's always like ready to go. I know that. I I shut down at some point. You know, what like are you I. On? I'm always on. <laughs> but like I shut off at some point and like at that point I was off. Right. And all I wanted to do was, was watch out. TV and like not I, I didn't want to have to think about anything except maybe I wonder how long they have to cook that pork for. You know, like <laughs> and the fact that and that's the thing, like Craig is an awesome guy to hang out with. I love hanging out with Craig. Like, you know, and I mean he has done so much for me. Over the past three years, and especially like when I was with my ex, 
he which he's listening so hi <laughs> um i think we should just bring her exes out every week <laughs> I'm you, we're gonna have our third hour we'll, sure. we got we'll have people to, <laughs> if we bring if we bring on every one of my exes we will have guest hosts from now until like 30 years from now throw a lightsaber in or a cape or a cow or gold <laughs> that's right <laughs> During the, the three years, and this on a serious part, because we've been such good friends, because the the relationship she had was very taxing, very emotional, and we had long, like up till one in the morning talks about this and how I wanted her to be the best person she can be with the, whoever she happens to be with, even if it meant not being with anybody. I said, I wanted you to work on yourself. I wanted her to be happy with herself. And I, when she, we decided to, to make a go as a couple... I kept thanking her and and wanted to be an open dialogue, open communication. That particular night, I was zoned out too. Like I said, I fell asleep right. on the show, so I wasn't. I was just, you know, wanted it to be fun for both of us. Had I known that, obviously, wouldn't have done that. Wouldn't have kept my hands to myself. But you know, looking back yeah. now, there was. And, and I you know, say, it's probably one of the only recorded stories that <laughs> the guy keeping not keeping his hand to himself. Wasn't in that way. Right. <laughs> yeah. like, I was just saying, because usually the guy was all handsy because he was pawing at my boobs or my ass. Mm-hmm. Right. Making move. I want none of that. This was just grabbing your hands and lifting yeah. it in the air. Yeah. Wait, but you know, you just don't care. The one thing. Obviously, she did. <laughs> the one thing that I did get from, you know, uh, my relationship with Craig and even my, even just, you know, us being friends is that, you know, I need to work on my communication, like, with when I'm with someone. Like, I can talk from here to eternity. Yeah. But the problem is, is there are times, you know, I've found, and I've, I've sort of figured that out, where I sort of shut down. And I, that's why the we communication didn't go, just yeah. shuts the, off. The first time when we started dating, um, it didn't go well because I wanted to ask, I kept asking, what, what do you want to do? Where do you want us yeah. to... Do you want us to be a couple? Do you not? And I couldn't get anything from yeah. her. I had no idea how she felt about it. Yeah. And, and that was... You know, for me, it was... I needed... I needed time. And I needed... I needed that... Um, I needed it to be a little bit slower. You know? And the fact that he was like, you know... I, how do you feel about me? And I'll... You know, it sort of... I felt like I was put in a spotlight. And it freaked me out. And I was like, I can't deal with this. She's a dude. Yeah. 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 I really am a dude. And, and I was a chick. Because I was like, I like you. I, do you like me? And you know, I need an answer. Yes. 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 <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean... And, I mean, the good thing is that we were able to sort of... Because there are so many times where, you know, me and... and and the guy that I was dating were like, oh, well, you know, if it doesn't work out, we can still be friends. And it never goes that way. <laughs> never you goes know? that way. And the good thing is, is we were able to sort of make that work. So, you know, I mean, it, it took a little time, I think. But, yeah. you know, we, we were able to, to make that work. So. All right. Okay. Um, relationship aside. Yeah. yeah. I, that was a great sidebar. Yeah, right? Wow. Yeah. Okay, how did you get involved with Preston Steve show? Yeah. Uh, it was five years ago, and I, I for, I'd always been a fan of of theirs. Um, but when uh, when Stern went off the air, I was kind of looking for you know replacement fillers, and uh, I went up and down and down. They were on Wire One Hundred at the time, and uh, they just seemed funny, funny guys. And they had uh, they were doing one segment. Uh, it was it was during May. It was commencement uh, sp- yeah, speeches. Then in 
famous people were coming. They asked, who was a famous person that did a famous person ever speak at your commencement? Stephen King spoke at my high school graduation. Well, that's a good one. I called in and, you know, I got in right away. And every time I called in, I got through right away. And, you know, the, I got awesome prizes. I got Chris Rock tickets. I got Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets. And they were just funny people. Um, but then the running gag on the show is if you if you listen to MMR at all, is that um, they only have nine black listeners. You know, it's an all rock <laughs> station. And they and when I called in, I'd say, oh, I'm a black listener. Oh, it's one of our nine black listeners. So uh, 2008 rolled around. We had a, an extra day of Black History Month. So I took it upon myself to write a song called Black Listener. Um, I never wrote a song before. I never rapped, never sang, never did any of that before. I wrote a song called Black Listener for the Preston Steve show. I sent it in to them uh, Monday morning, February 26, 2008. It was on their website that afternoon. And I thought, I'm, I did it. We overcame yeah. and, you know, Black right. Power, all that stuff. My girlfriend at the time said, I told her it was on the website. She said, you know, they're going to play it, you know, tomorrow. And I said, they're not going to play it. They'll let me know before they play it. They're not just going to play it. And then the next morning, February 27th, uh, they come on. We got a song from our one of our black listeners. You got to hear it. And they built it up for like three hours and they played <laughs> of it. Of course. And the phones went nuts and people were calling in. They played it again. They played it twice a day, every day for a whole week. And it became the most requested song ever sent in by a listener in the history of the show going on 11 years. And they made T-shirts out of it. There's a there's a ringtone. There's people somewhere in the tri-state area with my song as a ringtone. <laughs> and um, I got it here. There we go. And if you're a Preston Steve fan, you would like. If you listen to the show, it's funny. If you don't listen to the show at all, the song means absolutely nothing. <laughs> so before, that's my second song. That's Black Listener, 2003. This one's for you. This is horrible. I'm sorry. I went from hip hop to rock, and I tried to adjust to being a black listener back when there was nine of us. Took a lot of crap for the station I choose. Gotta suffer through White Stripes and Dave Matthews just to hear Billy's funny radio show. <laughs> President Steve, just in case you didn't know, got me saying and doing things no black man would do. Like singing Summer Breeze with an auto tune. Summer Breeze <laughs> makes me feel fine. <laughs> Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. <laughs> I can't hear myself seriously. I mean, I, I, it's embarrassing. There you go. There's another thing is, we do the show. Yeah. We take the show and we break it into podcast. Right. I cannot listen to my own voice. No. I, I have to listen can. to his voice again. I can't even <laughs> listen to my speaking voice. I can never listen to my my singing voice. I listen I to myself every week because I'm a vain, vain woman. <laughs> That's the other reason why I didn't work. All right. That's the other reason why I didn't work. No. <laughs> hey, man. I admit, I fully admit I'm a vain woman. I I had boudoir sh- uh, photos taken this weekend, and guess what? They're getting hung in my house. <laughs> she sent me one, and I hung it in my house. <laughs> the, I look good naked. She does. I Well, yes, she does. I saw it in 3D. Saw it in 3D. <laughs> in 3D. In 3D. But, but to answer your original question. Did that question, really stun you? Yeah. I mean, are you. I'm, you got I'm, nothing? I'm just shaking my head going, oh boy, this show is really going out of my head. Yeah, so, <laughs> to answer your question from 20 minutes ago, that's how my relationship with Preston Steve started. And ever since I've been, on the, been part of the show, they've let me, when I've done other shows or other movies, they let me come on and plug it. I've got a show this uh, next Sunday, week from today. Called the Five Minute Follies. It's a old time variety show. If you remember Cal Burnett or Flip Wilson, yeah, yeah, we do a show every Sunday, um, every month uh, at the Adrian Theater. 
They have jugglers, uh, magicians, tap dancing, singers, comedy, and the five minutes follow. So there's five minutes of each different act. It's for all ages. And um, at the Adrian Theater, November 15th, and we're doing another one next month. Oh, cool. Well, I mean, okay, well, I guess... We'll get the, uh, we'll get the link up on the uh, Facebook page yeah, for anybody who's in the area who'd yeah, be interested in definitely. going. Yeah, It's all ages, so we bring the kids. Cool. Yeah, well, obviously. Obviously, also, I said in the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. open invitation. Whenever you, you know, want to come in just for shits and giggles. Yes. Or if you got something else that you need to plug. I'll come for the shits. I'll yeah. stay for the giggles. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and uh, yeah, what else? Um, yeah, the, uh, that show next Sunday, and then the Camp Out for Hunger. After that, I'm doing a video called the. I did a video for the President Steve last year called the Camp Out for Hunger Games. I'm doing another one, Camp Out for Hunger Games too, catching food. Tell us what the uh, Camp Out for Hunger is. Uh, Camp Out for Hunger is the single largest drive in North America for uh, food uh, benefits, full abundance. Uh, every year, there's uh, truckloads of, of people come down. They stay in the van, all Preston and Steve do, all week. Uh, the past eight years, it's been at the Plymouth Meeting Mall. This year, it's going to be Xfinity Live. Um, it's free to the public. Come down. They do the show from 6 to 10, but after, but they're going to be getting food, receiving food, all week long. Um, and there's Acme. Uh, Acme is in association with Acme, so you can get gift bags of food for 10 bucks. Uh, just bring it down, and we just mentioned. I'm sorry. Now it's Kelly and Michael mentioned it on their show every every week, every year that they do it, and it, mm. it's a big deal. And they're doing well, uh, this year. They're also doing a, a pet food drive too. Correct. Yes. yes. They're doing pet food. So bring all your pet food down there for mm. animal lovers. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. My pet's fed. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the economy being so so tough, there's a lot of people who can't afford to feed their dogs or take them to the vet. So right. what they're doing is they're either taking them to shelters or, even worse, they're just letting them out into the wild. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the worst thing you could do, yeah. you know. Especially um, domesticated and all, yeah. Exactly. So uh, the, um, at least for the, you know, the, the pet side of things, there's a lot of um, groups that are trying to raise money, raise, you know, get food and stuff together for people who want to keep their pets. Um, but maybe the only reason that they're contemplating, you know, giving them up is because of financial reasons. So this way it can help them out, especially if it's just kind of like a temporary thing, Mm -hmm. just to kind of help them, you know, get through so that they don't have to, to give up you know this this she is like the guy she is like the touch by an angel for the show <laughs> yeah except <laughs> oh, i am like just don't touch her just, don't touch her. <laughs> she'll touch you but don't touch her she loves animals just don't touch she's her a fucking bitch with people <laughs> yeah. i love animals hate people <laughs> <laughs> No wonder I'm still yeah, single. But thank you. But it, it, can I say? To, can I say to you first? Well, thank you for asking me to be on the show. And if I got you in trouble with your current boyfriend, I apologize. But I do so I thoroughly don't. enjoy you, and I've always admired you. And you know, I love you. you know, oh, I love you. Too, and no sweet. matter what happens between us and between them, that we're always going to have us. Yes, we'll always, <laughs> we'll always have Master Chef. Yes, I'm all clapped. <laughs> got spilled because of my connected zoic. You pansy. <laughs> <laughs> Walk it off, dick. Put <laughs> <laughs> some dirt on it. <laughs> All right. Well, so I guess uh, judging by the clock on the wall. <laughs> if we had a clock or a wall. It's, yeah, it's time to wrap it up. 
It's been time to wrap it up. <laughs> it's Monday. I mean, no. <laughs> it will be Monday soon. <laughs> we got to cut. Relax. Relax. Thanks Slow there, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Down. Hey, well, um, don't do it. If you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at edsworksweekgeeks.com. Can you say that again? I That's easy for you to say. Wow. <laughs> you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Beautiful. And you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean. Wait. Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Don't forget to like us on our Facebook page, Geeksters, or get technical ed. Geeksters.wordswithgeeks. You can go to wordswithgeeks.com to get our old podcasts and new ones. And new ones. Or you can catch us every Sunday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Aquanet Radio or through Tuned In, iHeartRadio. LinkedIn, Facebook, MySpace, iTunes Radio, iTunes Radio. Search Aquanet Radio for those three apps. Don't forget to like uh, AquanetRadio.com's uh, Facebook page. Um, also, too, do you have anything like? Can't wait to contact you. Contact uh, you. You can contact me, uh, Craig Lagans, on Facebook. I have a Twitter page. Follow me on Twitter. I don't have any followers, so that would be nice if you could follow me. And that's Lagans, L I G G E O N S. Yes. Just like it's spelled. Yeah. We don't have any listeners. So. If you want to hear the song or any of the press and see stuff or any of the videos, you go to CraigLagans.com. Awesome. For, all, for all your crazy. You know, okay, I gotta be honest, it's been a year since I listened to Morning Radio. Yeah. It's whole sidebar. <laughs> look look at hate in Ed's eyes. But do they do anything where like you can actually contact you through the show? Like do they have because Press and Steve being a local a local show, yeah. mm-hmm. our show's actually heard globally. Yeah. Yeah. So is there any way like we have actually, believe it or not, people in Germany listening to our show? <laughs> wow. Good talk. <laughs> Equally by dish. Oh, my favorite's Romania, though. Blah. 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 I love the geeks. Blah. <laughs> so, so fun. So is there a way for those people to kind of contact you or just listen to your stuff? Other than you? I mean, obviously, okay. we'll put all the links on our page. Thank you. Um, not, not directly. There. I mean, I'm available on the podcast, the shows that I've been on, and you can go. There's a great website called PrestonSteveRock.com by my good friend Dan. Uh, you can just put my name in the search, and every episode that I've been on, you can go. Okay. Um, well, cool. And like from there. All right. So again, open door policy. Whenever you want to come back, just you know, let us know. You can drag her with you. She's not right, so I have to. Uh, but Sean, Ed, honestly, it's been an honor to be here because I talk about this kind of shit all the time. But to be able to talk about it with like-minded individuals and who understand and who get it. It's a, it's a real treat because there's not a lot of us out there. You That's know? true. No. You know, we can wax philosophical about Batman and Killing Joke, and it falls on so many deaf ears that you have no idea. And, you know, also to have a friend like Erica who also gets what we do because women that like sci-fi or geeks don't look like this. Told you. My girl, not only is she sexy, but she's in the Batman and exactly. plays video games. 
I called her for our break, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Well, I'm trading some games in, so I want to finish up some games." And you know, I'm like, "All right, yeah, she's a keeper. Have fun, <laughs> love you." <laughs> and by the way, she's a keeper too. She came downstairs. We were coming to church, and she's playing her 3ds, and she's coming down the stairs because she had to she had to play this game. She got to finish. It's like I got to finish before I get to mass. <laughs> like, great, okay. You're like sitting there in church. <laughs> I, I Jesus, to, keep it down. I have to finish before I get to mass. <laughs> and then she confesses that she story. played the game in church. All right, well, on that note, we will see you again next week. And on that note, ciao. Bye. Bye. And that's our show, folks. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think, Ed? I thought it was fun. I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, it was great to meet Craig and. And his fun stories, and uh, yeah, he's a funny guy, and uh, definitely have him back on. Yes, definitely have him back on if he comes back. Yep, he should. If he comes back, why wouldn't he? he had a great time? Yeah, that's true. Unless we scared him, yeah. I don't think so. Because like I said, he was an awesome guy. I love that. I can't wait to have him back on the show. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> Sorry, Ooh, wouldn't be a podcast where I'm giving a little cough. <laughs> Got a little bit of those pink eye. Stuff from the video games. That's exactly what happened. I was playing, what was it, Saturday, I think yeah. it was? Saturday, I was playing Batman Arkham's Origins for all, like, hours. And my eyes get dried out. And yeah. now I have, like, you know, I should get, like, those fake tears kind of thing. But yeah. then I feel like, you know, dropping my eye going, why? Why? <laughs> Just kind of sit there, leave her alone. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> Those people who get that joke. It's funny. Those people are going, Why is he bitching about who's Brittany? <laughs> you know, I'm giving you the old touch of nose, like, gotcha. You know? And since then, of course, my eyes have been red and pink a little bit. Uh, I think it's pink eye. I mean, there's a little bit. Like, I wake up in the morning, it's like, Oh, a little hard to open up, but oh, look, I'm, there it is. It's gotten better, though, I think. That's good. Does it look better? It looks better. Okay, good. Doesn't look like I've punched in the face anymore. No one punches me in the face. You know why? Because I'm. Smooth, I'm quick, I'm light and fast. I float like a butterfly, but sting like a bee. <laughs> bzz, 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 bzz. It's more like stink like a bee. No, I stink like a fart. <laughs> <laughs> I float like a butterfly and stink like a fart. <laughs> mm. I dip out of the way, and spin around, and you're left in a pile of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. My ass, well. my ass comes with a hazmat suit. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also doing this on a Thursday night. So for those people who are listening to this podcast now, it was before our Sunday night show. I'm getting my PS4. What? 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 So there'll be a nice full review of me and my PS4. All right. Expect a very tired Sean probably said. I'd be like, oh, Sunday. I'd be like, oh, what the hell? Hey, everybody at Sean from Geek Series. You guys can have a show up here. We're going to throw stuff at you. Huh? Because I only have two games for right now. <laughs> Assassin's Creed 4 and Lego Marvel Super Heroes. Oh, there you go. There's your so, weekend. Yep. I'll have reviews on both of them. Cool. I mean, did I do the review on Marvel Superiors last time? Um, no, you didn't because you wanted to wait. Well, I wanted to wait till I got the PS4 because I did buy it for the PS3, which I handed over to my sister last night when I visited her. Oh, cool. So, 
See Legos and glorious high def. Ooh, <laughs> probably they didn't change a thing. I'm betting. <laughs> I am waiting, but I'm what I'm really eager is to see how that share button works on the controller. Uh-huh. Because you sure as shit know I'm gonna torture my sister. Because in Assassin's Creed Four, you can go hunting out in the ship, uh-huh. like for whales and sharks and stuff like that. My sister's really afraid of sharks, <laughs> so anytime I go after a shark, I'm recording that fucker and posting it, going, "Hey, Daniel, look at me! I'm killing sharks!" Ugh. And she'd be like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> That's so evil. That's what brothers do. That's true. You know, I love my sister. She knows it. That's good. But any chance I get a chance, it's kind of, oh, Jaws, look. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also dropped off two zombies for my nephew. Walking Dead style zombies. Cool. From Ty McFarlane Toys. Really? Yeah, he wanted, Ty McFarlane's been doing stuff for uh, Walking Dead for a while now. Mm -hmm. But they're releasing like the action figures. So my sister said he was fascinated with um, one of the, there's um, like a zombie SWAT member. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, great, let me go look for it. There's two. I'm like, well, which one did he want? I'm like, fuck it, I'm buying both. You can't just have one zombie. Right. I mean, if you're going to have a zombie apocalypse, it looks like kind of bad. One zombie going, uh, uh brains. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have at least two. <laughs> it's not really apocalypse, it's just one. Yeah, it's more like an annoyance. Uh brains. Hey, over here, brains. Brains? Brains. Hey, zombie. Woo over here. Brains. You're a loser. All alone, Mr. Zombie. Brains. <laughs> <laughs> See, nothing like the sad Hulk music walking around. Brains. <laughs> brains. <laughs> brains. See him like on the road with a knapsack hitchhiking his way down the road. Almost his arm falls off. <laughs> Poor little guy. Lonely zombie wandering around going, Brains. <laughs> Walks the earth looking for brains. <laughs> the Walking Dead. <laughs> yep, just one, just one guy, just one, guy. <laughs> one zombie brains. Every time he tries to get close, somebody like, brains. It just kind of push him aside and walk, run away. Because oh, he's a shambling zombie. You know, so he's like brains, brains. See <laughs> so him on the side of the road holding a sign like, wrapped around. It's like someone puts a, a sign around his neck. It just says brains. <laughs> We'll work, work we'll work for brains. We'll work for brains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Chris, my nephew loved them. That's good. Cool. Because his uncle kind of for him. Yeah. His uncle Sean, boy, boy. <laughs> so, so uh, tune in Sunday. Yes. And if you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about, you can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K. Erica with a K. <laughs> Don't forget to like us on Facebook under yes. Geeksters. Yes, geeksters.wordswithgeeks. Oh, he, he knows that annoys me. That's the only reason why he does it. Look up Geeksters or you can go to our, our webpage, words with, uh, wordswithgeeks.com. Yes, catch old podcasts and new podcasts as they're coming out. And, of course... Listen to us on Sunday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. on AquanetRadio.com. Or through Tuned In, iHeartRadio, or iTunes Radio. Just search for Aquanet Radio. And until then...